read that sports, sports encyclopedia. We were at Steve Kim. Got trend in the cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I'm ready to In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that store. You gotta be marketing. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, dude. Are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek? Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess what? All right. Appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Stop Big playing. Smitty. Your problems have been solved. We got a partner with Mint Mobile? You talking about Ryan Reynolds Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Hold Mint on. Let, let me Google you, this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com slash CoachJB and get three months free when you use the promo code CoachJB. Hey, man, I did, I did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. Right, they got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30 unlimited everything speed coverage data access to 5g unlimited talk text mobile hotspots you can talk in mexico talk in canada and they're built on the nation's largest 5g network are you kidding me jb hey and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service big wireless wants to think it's hard they want you to think it's hard big smitty but switching to men is super easy thanks to digital e sim cards which most phones now have you can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor using promo code Coach JB. TryMintMobile.com. This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. So, hey, I I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They, they crazy. The, the, the line, it, it, it never works. The signal is out. And it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. Big Smitty, I'm calling you right now. JB, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile clears day. I hear you clear. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile, try mintmobile.com slash Coach JB and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fat, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. 
We'll see you later. Peace. Bam, we are in the building. Good to be back. It's raining. It never rains in Southern California. Well, it's raining today, all day, all week. We're flooding. We got the ark sitting outside the driveway. I got Noah and them pulling up, trying to scoop me and the slapdick bullies up. So we're safe. We're going to be on the on the ark. I'm going to scoop up and roll down and get Smitty. Scoop him up. Get Smitty and his girl when she gets out of work with the Chick-fil-A. We're going to pull up on the Noah's Ark, scoop them up. We're going to smash down the 110 freeway. And uh, it is flooding like a mug here, just so you know. Joe Accord in the chat, he, he, he dropped me a few links. I'm seeing the weather. We had 100-mile-an-hour winds yesterday right here in Cali. What's going on? Lord Jesus, baby Jesus, baby little baby, baby Jesus, everybody out there. Keep Cali in your prayers because we're underwater right now. Look at the water flowing. That's the L.A. River right there, the Bologna River right there. That's right by Smitty's house. Smitty can't even go outside right now. That's Smitty's house right now. He could get in a boat, though. He can get in a boat, smash to the mall. Mall's underwater, though. Hey, maybe that cleans up all the shit that's in the town. Look at this cat. White people shit right here. Look at this cat. This motherfucker's boogie boarding down the L.A. River yesterday see you can't do shit in la because we don't have weather like this we never get weather so what happens is when you have some crazy weather in cali you got these crazy folks doing crazy shit see this right here look at this see that's california everyone this morning got out of bed walked outside and that's what happened we're not used to water in cali look at that shit blah (laughs) she didn't know how to handle that shit we got a great show today it is e-dub eric weddle super bowl winning champ monday we're going to break it down. We got a lot going on today. Patrick Mahomes, is is he on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks? We're going to dive into it. Uh, but before we get into that, because we got a lot of loaded show today for everybody, pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. We got my great steam co-host, Far East Side, Naptown's Finest. He got a new cut. He got a new hairline. They pushed his hairline back so he could do some videos to promote his uh, – his event in Naptown uh, in a couple weeks after the Super Bowl, the week after the Super Bowl in Naptown, he got all these cats in it. Justin Jefferson going to do the gritty. And thanks to his boys for getting all these stars to show up. He has a lot going on and he's a far East sider. Naptown's finest ball state legend. AR five goggle wearing Lamar Jackson defending. My main man. Fox Sports, very own, 317, Big Smitty. Clap it up for Big Smitty. <laughs> Big Smitty got a new hairline. He pushed it back, I heard. I heard. <laughs> everybody, everybody, was talking cra- everybody was talking crazy, JB, last week about your boy. Your boy looking kind of good right now, man. Hey, ladies, I'm married, so y'all can look. Y'all can look. Y'all can compliment. But you can't touch, you know what I mean? Stay in the comments because I don't want my wife coming. I want my wife from Detroit. I don't want her coming out here, you know, throwing hands. But your boy look good. Like, let me pull my chain out real quick. I got, I got two of them. <laughs> How you doing, JB man? Little it's, thin, it's- little thin. Back in the day, the hood cats I grew up with, we had, we rocked big, thick herring bones. Yeah, you already fake. They were fake. I love that. No, they're real. They're real. They're real. We just hit a lick, and trust me, they're real. 
But you wear them little skinny. That's that. That's that Midwest though. Midwest is uh, you, know, you wear the thin shit. Back out west, we had the big, you know, herringbone, Dickies, you know, Cortez, uh, you know, five hundred ones, starch creased. <laughs> Button ups, you wore like you know, capris. It's a different, it's different. It's all good though. I'm from we put on the Tim's, some people call them. We, oh, yeah, that's that east coast. Got the jeans on, we got the hoodie with the jacket overneath the over the hoodie, the race car jacket over the you know, I mean, like type of swag I'm from, man. You know, I mean, put the even though Ben Davidson is a school out there, do you do you do you know about Ben Davidson's? You put me on Ben Davidson, but for the people who don't Damn, know, him, that's man. crazy. The Midwest don't even know about no Ben Davidson. That's crazy. You know about Dickies? Of course we know about Dickies. Of course. Now we we, we used to wear Dickies when I was younger. Dickies shorts, Dickies pants. All my uncle had all the colors because they come in every single color. You know what I mean? So we definitely wear Dickies in the Midwest. Is what I'm saying. So baby girl said Tim's or Flossie. She know. Yeah, so she's cold. She Puerto Rican, homie. They they come out the they come out the womb in Tim's. Yeah, like I'm not East Coast, but I'm East Coast out. to Cali. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they Midwest. come out the womb wearing Tim's out in the East Coast. Like Puerto Ricans, they wear Tim's coming out. Tim's fire though. I'm not gonna hold you. Tim's, I love him too. I, 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 bought, my, I, I bought my sister some uh, some girls some girls Tim's uh, for Christmas. Got the fur at the top clean too. Woo. I can't do it. They look good. It's the weather out here is typically so good that you don't need Tim's. But a day like today, I might pull my all black Tim's out today. Uh, I might wear the black hoodie, the black tee, the black jeans with the black Tim's. <laughs> hey, Ben Davis's, Ben Davis's, you got to rock them. You know, you got to tell ben people Davis's. what are Ben Davis's. I got, I got people from hey. India in the chat right now. They don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Because, uh, you know, we got Mexicans here, Mexicans out here on the West Coast. Y'all got Puerto Ricans. <laughs> They're the same shit. But brothers will call y'all the same shit. <laughs> yeah. No, we all, we all, you know what I mean? We all the same. Uh, Hey, before we start, though, I got a break. There's about 500 people already in here. Pound the like button and subscribe. But we got a video I got to show you that is an iconic one before Smitty stepped down the show. I just want to start the show off with you because we got a lot to discuss today on this E-Dub Eric Weddle Monday. It's in the rain. I hope you all are at home, safe. Or I hope you actually aren't home and you're actually grinding and out there working in the rain. But let's break this video down because Eric with the wrench got his name on this day. Take a listen. Your the fuck off. Beat your What's ass, your bitch. What's your name in the chat? No, he's in your chat and you gave him a wrench. Fuck him. Oh, hey, what is, what is your name in the chat? Yeah, hey, Dolby. Dude, Dolby. Dolby. Fuck off. Beat your What's ass, your bitch. What's your name in the chat? No, he's in your chat and you gave him a wrench. Fuck him. Oh, hey, what is, what is your name in the chat? Yeah, Dolby. Gotta watch your. <laughs> <laughs> he in the chain. You gave him a wrench. Smitty, the cold part was, dog. I kept asking that dude's name, what his name was in the oh. chat. He was on Eric Dolby. All he kept saying was Eric Dolby. I said, "No, homie, what is your name in the chat?" He kept saying Eric Dolby. You gave him a wrench. It's Eric with the wrench. Homie, that he, shit went up so like ten minutes. That went on for ten minutes. Ten? That's a long ass time. You really break at least it down. ten minutes. At least ten minutes. Damn. I had to run with it, Smitty. I had to make it. A, it was its own show. Hey, Derek, it was man, his own show. 
Derek had him. What did Derek, Derek? What did you do? Are you in the show right now? What did you say? What did you do? Shout Vincent, out to Vincent. Become a member, Vincent. We're your favorite show, but you gotta become a member. See what I'm saying? You gotta become a member. Hey, that boy Vincent's a prophet. You see his picture though? Vincent might be like a pro. He might be like Muhammad or something. Look, look at him. He knows some uh, shit. He, uh, I bet he, uh, he one of them brothers that that's got all the cures for everything, like they did old boy, and then they killed him off though, because he had all the cures. See, Vincent grew up like he grew up kind of in the streets a little bit, right? Got locked up for some petty crimes a few times. Last time he got out when he was like a, a 18, 19 year old, he was like, man, you know what? I, I got to get my life right. He learned and kind of changed. I, you know, he, he is religious. I don't know what group he's with. He is religious, though. And his whole mind just shifted. Now he's doing what you were saying. He's all natural cures. He don't believe in no shots, no needles. Savvy. Yeah, yeah. He's real natural. Remedies. He got, I got a code. Okay, come do this, this, and this. I got, I got, I got fucking uh, stomach ache. All right, drink this, drink this. He got everything you need, JB. He the one that started that shit where you could grow. The man, the man, if you want to grow three inches or whatever, you could cut your kneecaps off like Embiid and yeah. just grow. <laughs> he do some wild shit. Like cats don't ever, didn't believe it. He started like the, the water engine. And yeah. that's why they, you know, try to get him down over there in New York or where the East Coast a couple years ago. But he started a water engine that could go from New York to L.A. It went like $2 to all the water. Car driving just as fast as gas. Yeah. Like, you know. And for all the smokers, he got real good weed. Like, just natural weed. Just back pure. to the future shit. You put a cucumber in your shit. That shit drive for 600 miles. Yeah. Hey, Smitty, this water crazy because all the Teslas are driving off the road because the water screws up the electricity and then they can't charge. And then when they charge, it should blow up. That's why America don't go electric. If you can't start your car and hear that motherfucker, I don't want to it. I wish a motherfucker would push a Tesla on me. No, not getting an electric car ever. If they make me get an electric car, I'm, off in my motherfucking self. Oh shit! I'm not gonna drive an electric car ever, Smitty. You do I'm know. not pulling up on Smitty. I'm not pulling up at the Pump Brothers Foundation party, and I'm in a motherfucking quiet ass fucking Tesla that has no bark on it. How, <laughs> how it sound? How, how the Tesla sound? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that what is that? Now, how- you put it in reverse, I'm ever go. Mm. I, what the now, fuck? How your shit sound? How your shit sound though? My shit. You know what I'm saying? My truck, even the, even the Beamer, I got the 650i, the M Sport started. He started up, push start, and and then it calmed down. You start the electric car, I'm like, damn, I, I hit the shit again because I didn't never heard it come on. I just, what the fuck is this? A nine volt battery ass car having ass having? Um, I got double double A batteries no more. You got to down, roll it, put it back in. Fucking D's got like four D's. You got to put in that shit. Uh, Kelly, we don't know what's happening. It's a eat up Monday. We got a lot going on. The thumbnail has Patrick Mahomes a little bit off the side. Of Mount Rushmore. I can't wait to dive into it. Is Patrick Mahomes on the Mount Rushmore quarterbacks? Remember, there's been 12 QBs, Smitty, that have won multiple Super Bowls. 12. Okay. 12. 
And I don't know if people really do their research. I think we're just living in the now. That's what I want to break down on this show, the realest show on planet Earth today. We're, we're going to give our audience and fans and people across the world and planet Earth at least to be able to weigh it out. They can at least compare after today's show. Damn, JB brought some heat today and broke it down. If you guys want to think, say Mahomes is still the GOAT or in the top five, so be it. But on the Mount Rushmore of four, there's going to be a fifth one sitting out there. And on our thumbnail, we got three on the Mount Rushmore. Who's the fourth? We got to fill that head in today. Big Matt Machesny will join us. Big E-Dub, Eric Weddle will join us. Um, we may have a 14-year NFL veteran as well um on the show we'll find out uh probably eric with the wrenches in his own backyard by the way um and matt burke played center in the nfl for about 14 years uh for the minnesota vikings he may be popping on the show today as well we'll ask him as well um who he he's my age he played with some great quarterbacks in minnesota so we're gonna find out man we're gonna we're gonna dive into it uh big smitty cliff kingsbury reneges once again he backed out of the Raiders job after accepting it. Um, I can't wait to dive into this one, man. No, 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 fuck. Woo. Uh, Belichick writes a handwritten letter. Of course, now everything's transcribed into social media, but he wrote a handwritten letter, man. Old school, classy Bill Belichick wrote a letter to thank the fans in New England. We're going to dive into that as well. What that means for his son. We'll give you some information on that later. Uh, Doc Rivers named the All-Star Game coach after winning one game with the Buccaneers or with the Buccaneers with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, he does say he's going to give his proceeds to the former coach who got let go, but this is the epitome of the world we live in. We're giving a cat that's coached one game the coach. I bet you there's some slighted fucking cats out there that have been coaching all year long. Pretty pissed off. I can't wait to dive into that. Rick Pitino, love him to death as a coach, rips the NCAA enforcement staff, says he says it's a joke. Sounds like he watches a certain show, Big Smitty, that airs every day from 6 to 9 a.m. Pacific on YouTube. Because wait till you see what he actually said and how many people sent this to me saying he has to watch. What up, what up, what up? It's the real Coach JB for the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Prize Picks is here to announce. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on prize picks. America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code COACHJB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Peace. JB show with Big Smitty. I'm like, really? I watched it and I looked what he said. I'm like, damn, it's crazy. But it could just be coincidence. Smitty and I don't have that big of a show. Our show sucks. Pro Bowl weekend, Big Smitty. It's a joke. 
it it was indeed a joke once again. I didn't even watch it, didn't even remember it was on. As soon as I turned it on that while I was filming some other stuff, my boy Jermaine Johnson's in the front on the tug of war, <laughs> getting pulled right into the thing. I'm like, you don't put the smallest cat on the front. Right, right. You put the big cat in the front, the big cat in the back. You put your young, your your athletic cats in the middle. I, I've been doing tug of war for a long time. I've won so many tug of wars as a coach, big smitty in the in the lineman competitions. I I think I've lost maybe once in my life. Heels down, Smitty. Sit your ass and don't even pull. Don't pull. You sit. You let the other team pull where they asses out, and then you start to pull on count. We started counting. One, and then motherfuckers pull. Two, come here. Three, come here. That's how we did it. But but they had Jermaine in the front. You should have called him and coached him up and got him right. Jermaine was, it was 245, 250. He the, he the smallest cat on the whole tug of war. The defense for the NFC was, they had Aiden Hutchinson was in the front. He 280. And then everybody else was 330. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Um, Keith Smith, you always got something to say. I, I want to. I can't wait for your Shout resume. Out to my drop. cousin, man. It doesn't matter. You put the people in tug of war order. It's the same regardless, man. He got wisdom. I love Keith, man. He one of my favorite people on the show, man. He didn't. Each week he just goes up and up and up and up. I ain't gonna lie, man. That's my guy. Ooh, um, you know a lot. Patrick Mahomes. We're gonna call it his daddy. Patrick Mahomes' daddy was arrested again for the third time in DUI for a DUI. Damn, he does, he looked like he aged since he did an interview the other day after, about Mahomes and 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 Brady, who was the goat. I don't know if you saw his daddy came out and said Tom Brady's still the goat. Um, fifty three year old. It's crazy though, cause I got a bunch of messages from a bunch of people in Dallas and in Houston and that that apparently see him around, know him. Like a, they say he got all kind of shit cracking. So I, we're not gonna assume. We're not gonna. We're allegedly saying that he's got some issues. Well, hopefully he gets right. We'll break it down here in a minute. Uh, Big Smitty, Carl Weathers passed away at 76 years mm, old. Mm, mm. You probably don't know who Carl Weathers it's is. You probably only know who Apollo is. You didn't even know his real name was Carl Weathers. Uh, Harry Gilmore. Carl Weathers, Big Smitty, if you didn't know, is a JUCO legend, a California JUCO legend, Long Beach Poly legend, Long Beach City Junior College legend, San Diego State legend, play linebacker. Fullback, receiver, t- wide out. And they said he was, they found him peacefully in his bed. So shout out to him. Everybody knows him, of course, from uh, Rocky. Rocky's Apollo Creed. But a lot of people also know him as Chubbs, on the, on the, uh, you know, as the in the golf movie, Adam Sandler. Happy Gilmore, uh, legend. I know him for Predator, Big Smith. You weren't born yet, but I know him from the Predator, 87, great movie in 87. A lot of legends in that movie. Um, shout out to him. Uh, he passed away too early, 76 years old. Yeah, um, that's too young, man. That's too young. Hey, he was a freak. I don't know if you saw his backstory. I showed some uh, – I showed some uh, sparring. Uh, Bailey, I don't know if you can find it on my Twitter. I reposted it, I think, Friday when he passed away. He was sparring with Rocky when they were filming, like, showing how to do it and shit. And if you you see how long, because, you know, I've stood next to the man, big, long, athletic, put together. Motherfucker strong. Yeah. Yeah, still put together, too. Still look like he looked like in Rocky. Like, the motherfucker was like, shit. Um, 
Played for the Raiders for two seasons, got hurt, played in the CFL, uh, was an NFL dude. So, I mean, but you one, see, per, one percenter, one percenter. When you see him jabbing Rock, uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone, he, he, I'm like, oh, Rocky, your stiff ass about to get fucked up if he was really fighting. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank God it's a movie, right? Yeah. Uh, man, shout out to TikTok. We are back in the building live after like two weeks. They put me on suspension. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Trying to try not to do cuss, try not to do stuff. Um, <laughs> we got a lot going on though. Uh, who's this? Look at this cat, Big Spinny. Look at Apollo, dog. This is 1975. Oh, Ooh. just quick though. The way, the way he threw him. Look how long he is. Yeah, <sighs> Rocky looks so short. But Rock, Rocky was such a genius in everything he did as far as this production. God damn, Rocky's uh, hey, he's stocky too, though. Now, don't sleep on, on, on Sylvester. Now, he's no, shorter. He, he worked out, you know. Yeah, he felt hard. <laughs> Apollo looked like he just that's in his heyday. He just got cut by the way that year. Yeah, it makes sense. That's how yeah. I used to look. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I first left Ball State, I got an old picture. I might have sent the back to be so damn swole. Oh my god, it was different. It was. I'm nowhere near like that now. Like I be looking at my pit. I'm like, man, should I should I get back to that? Well, there's no reason for me to be 285. It's crazy. Man. I still look like that. I don't get it. Why nobody gives me any credit? I mean, you, you look exactly the same as you've always looked. I agree to that. No, no, no. I don't look the I same. Agree to that. I look no, like you, you just said it. You look exactly I look the same. Like Apollo. Huh. Um, white Apollo. I look like Drago and Drago. I'm just gonna be real. Um, you look like Drago, boy, big motherfucker. You look like <laughs> you like Fapalo. Agreed. Big City, an Auburn basketball player slapped the shit out of Morgan Freeman, <laughs> uh, and then went back to apologize. That's he. That's the problem with these kids, though. Dog. This fake ass Dylan Brooks looking ass. Nah, he, he, went to, he didn't know who it was, though. In all fairness, no, nah, somebody, somebody grabbing on your jersey and shit nah. in the middle of the game on the sideline. Right. Uh, see, we, we, we can find anything to debate about on this show. That's why it's the real show. We can fucking argue about anything on this show. Immediately, he immediately Smitty going to defend the young cat. I'm going to go out the young cat. That's just what it is. Oil, water. Smitty, gonna, you about to drink your drink after this. Let me ask you something. Yes. Where's where are they sitting at? Front row, courtside. Are they like in the nosebleeds or something? Who sits in the front rows of people events? with money? But don't mean you're responsible. Don't mean you're good people. I know people who little young kids who daddy yeah. got money and ain't a crowd acting crazy. But see, back in the day, people he ain't hurting that kid. He was trying to hold him up. No, nah, look, look, he started he started tugging on him. It was it's just an instinct. But as soon as he turned around, saw how well, he immediately apologized. It was, no, it was like, he did, it was in a blink. He, like, he, he, he was holding him up. And then and he tried to pull on a jersey. Falling back. And then, I just don't get it. There was no way back in the day we was going to do that. We would have been like, we turned around and been like, oh, thanks a lot. Like, nowadays, everything's like a, I don't know, man. There's There's some, I truly believe, dog, that social media has made that young generation attention seekers. That's it. Like back in the day, I think we were raised with no social media. I think we were raised. Number one priority was loyalty. I truly believe it. Now I think number one priority is attention. I think it's attention. It's a true thing. I think the young generation's sole job to live on this earth, planet Earth is to seek attention. You think he slapped Morgan Freeman's hand for attention? You think in that split moment, he's in the middle of the I, game? I, think he, I think he did it subconsciously because he's been trained through social media for so long now 
that now I need attention. So anything that happens in real life, he's going to be like doing something like no. telling you, dog. That's Think a- about it, city. All these fake cats that go in. So that go in. I, I, well, hey, Smitty, you go yeah. into this. Well, how many people are we do in these fake videos now? Hey, boy, give me that. Oh, no. I all the fake here. shit. You don't think subconsciously, motherfuckers, now the young cats that are seeing all that think that it is a grab anytime they can because someone's filming them all. Yeah, they know all he's on camera. He knew he was on camera somewhere. Shit. Yeah, it's I real. Know. It's so real. Good. I think that was more of a natural instinct. Like, if I'm somewhere and somebody grabbing, I'm like, like, it, like not just like, like, like you just kind of hit the hand off real quick. You're not even thinking... But What's you don't think, on? all right, let's, let's just say I'm reaching on this. You don't think, though, that the younger generation is totally number one priority is to seek attention? It's it is a high priority. I don't know if it's number one. It's hard to say. But yeah, because because social media is changing. I everything. think attention gets them what they think gets them money, though. So attention does, is one. Attention's above money to me because I think they think the money comes from the attention they seek. Well, back in the day loyalty was priority and then hopefully we created a legacy for each one of us for our family we built a business we built a foundation we raised our kids right we got them to college whatever it may be it's totally different now like these motherfuckers shit these kids nowadays will throw their parent under the bus in a heartbeat just to do a video motherfucking kids are painting their fucking daddy's cabinets with peanut butter just to put it on a tiktok yeah yeah. My daddy would have killed my motherfucking ass. Like, maybe I seriously, I might have been killed that night. Yeah, I couldn't even think to do that. Not number one, it's not even just the mess that you made because you're going to have to clean it up as the kid anyway. It's the fact that you wasted all that peanut butter. And in my household, we couldn't waste anything not bologna, not a salami sandwich, like Another anything. Point. So that's the bigger thing. Like, we didn't waste it. even to this day, subconsciously. It's hard for me to waste stuff. I'm like, man, nah, we got to eat that. We got to find a way to use it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just how I was raised. So it's different. No kids, they're definitely, I mean, social media has changed everything. And everyone wants to be the star now because they feel like they have the chance to do that. They want to be popular. And they also, like you alluded to, they want to try to make money in the easiest way possible. Now, don't get me wrong. Creating content ain't necessarily, quote, unquote, easy per se. You got a lot. It's a lot of work that goes behind it. But my point is everyone has a phone. So anyone can just pull a phone out and just do something real quick and just have it. You know what I'm saying? So people are a lot of young kids today prefer to go that route versus the nine to five in the office or in the you know, at the construction site. No, that's not really this generation. I just don't believe if that was rewound 20 years ago, that kid would have turned around the same way. I think it would have totally turned around because he's not in no we weren't in no harm's way on the fucking front row of a court. <laughs> Why are we in harm's way? Why is it so defensive? Why is it such a big eye? Like, who who was there? A fucking cop grabbing you to go to jail? Like, well, I don't get it. Like, what the fuck are you so worried about in the front row, homie? You got to know where you are. These kids don't know where they are no more. I'm telling you right now. We're going to dive into it. Is the NFL scripted, Big Smitty? Eli Manning's son says so. <laughs> After the Pro Bowl flag football, whatever you call it yesterday, that nobody watched, his son said the refs did this, and then they talk about it. it's scripted anyway. <laughs> it's funny how his son would say that, though. We're going to dive into that. Joel Embiid, Smitty, possibly out for the season? Mm. That's a question mark, I guess, because he has a, he's having something done to his knee. They say meniscus. Yeah. But it's crazy they don't say surgery. They say he's having a 
simple procedure. Right. <laughs> probably a scope. That's probably what it is. Which is yeah. out for the season. I've had two scopes. My first one did end in my career for some weird reason, but typically you're out for a couple of weeks, a month max. He's had prior knee injuries, so I understand that. So maybe it's a little prolonged and they want to be safe with him. But he shouldn't be out for the rest of the season if it, if it's just a meniscus uh, injury. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Le'Veon Bell making a comeback, Vic Smitty? Why? Uh, this guy's been uh, damaged goods for quite a while. Um, in, in the era of running backs not making any money, who's really going to throw this guy any, any money? Uh, I'm surprised that OBJ got a shot. I'd be surprised if OBJ gets another shot next year, even though he says he wants to come back. Le'Veon Bell, to me, is even worse off health-wise, and I don't think you would ever – I just think it's going to be harder and harder for these older cats. He turns 32, I believe. Um, in life, it's young. In football and running back, it's it's like 85-year-old. Mm-hmm. And there's too many young guys that you can get undrafted or, or get from you know somewhere else in a trade that just – it makes so much more sense. I thought he was a great player, but he's probably better off rapping at this point in life. Yeah, I mean, his last couple of years too just didn't uh, didn't he didn't play well. You know, after that contract dispute or whatever with the Steelers and him trying to get more money, and I think he sat out for a little while, if I'm not mistaken, and came back. It just once he did that, he was never the same. But at his peak, man, his peak powers, he was he was one hell of a running back, man. He was so patient. You know, if you guys remember Le'Veon, he was just. Wait, 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 explode. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I yeah, at this point, once you sit out and you decide to retire, it's like a wrap. Uh, unless you're MJ, I don't really see guys retiring, coming back, and being as great as they were before. Um, let's dive into the quote of the day. Quote of the day brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code believe B L E A V. It is Super Bowl week. Go out and get you some betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE. There's a lot of prop bets on, on BetOnline. There's a lot of betting going on, a lot of opportunities. Get 50% off plus welcome bonus. If you go to apply right now using the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and it is Super Bowl week, who you're taking, go to betonline.ag where the game starts. Uh, Big Smitty, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot going on today on this uh, quote of the day. I don't know if you're ready for it. Um, the fullness of life, Big Smitty, is only accessible in the present moment. Mm. What does that mean? People don't realize, I don't think, what that means. TikTokers don't get it because they're young. They push Morgan Freeman's hand off. They don't know. Um, fullness of life is accessible right now. So I can see what's happening tomorrow, today. I prep tomorrow, today. I'm fucking grasping it all today, and I'm going to try to make sure that I know tomorrow what I want to be today. I don't know if people realize that. Contrary to belief, brought to you by Prize Picks. Again, for all your DFS individual betting you want to go to, go check it out. PrizePicks.com. Use the promo code slash Coach JB. Uh, human nature is like water. It takes the shape of its container. Contrary mm-hmm. to belief. A lot of people don't realize that, but uh, your vessel is who you are. <laughs> Contrary to belief. Contrary to belief, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. <laughs> I love that one. That's Man, I, tried to, I used to tell my players that all the time. I used to tell them to know who your forefathers were, unlike today's players to have no clue who the greats were. But back in the day, at least, I'm like, hey, know who he is, but be yourself because he is taken. Barry Sanders is taken already. 
Troy Aikman, Mahomes, Josh Allen, they're all taken. Go be your damn self, man. Everyone else is taken. I don't care what you do. IG models, they're taken. Go do something else. We got a lot to talk about today. We got a lot going on. Poll question. Who will be the next Dallas Cowboys head coach, Smitty? Yes, I'm already putting it out there. It is Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys head coach is going to be new next year. Who is it? I have to check I had to check my phone to see if there was like a breaking news or something. I didn't mind. McCarthy get fired. Like, what's happening? McCarthy's last go at it. This is McCarthy's last go. And we already know. The reason is, is it going to be Belichick? Because we already know the deal. I think it's going to be Belichick for sure. I'm just saying. But no, you're you're just wishing and hoping at this point, bro. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for Bill. Embrace it. Understand it. Enjoy it. Understand. Unless he wants to be a D coordinator, which I don't think he wants to be, he's not going to be a head coach. It's a wrap. It's over. He had a hell of a run. It's a wrap. He didn't get hired this year, bro. Why? Why? Why would he? Why would he have to wait the next year? That don't make sense. I think think because there's going to be some a lot of jobs open. I'm just telling. This wasn't his choice. He interviewed Atlanta. He got he got picked over. Raheem Morris. He got picked over. They didn't want him. I know. It's out with the old, in with the new. I know. It'd be different if Belichick got the job and say, you know what, I'm gonna decline. There's no, a few that happened. They declined. There's a few him. guys out there. Yeah, I'm sure. are able to get picked up either. Is he old? <laughs> oh, no, he ain't old. Nah, because he, he he still has the masculinity of an alpha head coach. They don't want that no more in the NFL. We're playing flag football, Pro Bowls, Vinny. Come on, you don't want no Vrabel no more. You don't want no real coach. Come on, look at the head coaches in the league. Don't tell me that that's not a trickle down on why the Pro Bowl is what it is. We ain't got no – we got flag football. Whoever defends flag football in the Pro Bowl, let's let's dive into it, Smitty. Let's dive into let's it. Go, let's go into it. Let's rant on this. I got to get to you. I got to get to the morning. The morning rant is a segue to the Pro Bowl weekend that we just had. Can't wait to dive into this one. The Pro Bowl weekend, Big Smitty, used to be after the Super Bowl for a reason. It was to relax, enjoy the pros' pros, and show who was indeed the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Now it's flag football a flag football event that don't display the best in the world. Just so we're clear, it does not have the best in the world in the Pro Bowl. Make that make sense, which is the next segment here. We're going to dive into it. How are the best players in the world not in the Pro Bowl, which Mm. is supposed to be the best players in the world? So make that make sense, which is not on this segment. This is a a rant because I'm kind of pissed off at seeing this. I just don't get it. It is a... Before the Super Bowl, Big Smitty, we used to have, you know, a week of prep. Radio Row was huge. Prep it. Everyone that either got to rest it up for the actual Pro Bowl, which was going to be played after the Super Bowl in Hawaii in pads, and we banged and had an actual game to show, hey, I'm King Dick. I'm the best motherfucker in the world. I'm I'm the I'm the Sean Taylors of the world. I'm the Marshall Falks. I'm the Kurt Warners. Guys that have won MVPs in Pro Bowls when they wore pads. At least if you do have it before the Super Bowl, like they have moved it, Smitty. Play football. We are bored out of our minds down two weeks after title games, sitting here with no football. This is a travesty and a mockery of what football truly is, Smitty. Like, at least put them in pads so we can have a padded game before the Super Bowl. We get to watch this. Why not just wait till after the Super Bowl where your best players, 
pro bowlers can actually play in the game. No offense to Baker Mayfield and Gardner Minshew. They're good seasons and shit. Like, they're not the best in the world. Why are we doing this? Like, just put it on paper if we're going to do it this much. I've already said it before. Just put it on sheet. You got first team, second team, third team. This is a mockery. Like, come on, man. I I don't want to see tug of war. I, listen, it's fun and games and all that shit, but that's more for a high school to me. That's more like, that's some high school shit. That's seven on seven events that you do with the linemen and shit. We, we're, we're pulling plates off a bar and shit. Like, what are we doing? This, this shit is a joke, Smitty. Like, come on, homie. Miss me with this shit. I wanted to see football. Like, and if you're going to have football, well, God, just a minute, let's be put, it, let's put it in perspective. If you go look at the game the other night, if you look at who's on the team, who are the pl- replacement players? They're not even, like, their best players on their teams. Like, a lot of these cats aren't even the best players on their teams. They're getting pulled up to be in a Pro Bowl. Like, come on, man. The guys that really know are playing in a Pro-Am golf tournament and turned it down. Josh Allen rather have been in a golf tournament in California, Pebbles Beach, underwater, because it got delayed and it's got now it's canceled. They just canceled it all together because it's underwater. They he did that over Orlando, sunny Orlando, to be there and play flag football. Him and Tom Brady were in the pro am out here in Cali playing golf. That's how important that is to them. Like, make it make sense, dog. It's a bad look, in my opinion. Tank Johnson thinks it's a bad look. Big Matt thinks it's a bad look. Ex-NFL Eric Weddle. All these NFL guys think it's a bad look. It's like, what are we doing? I I don't get it. I mean, uh, I, so let me start here. As far as moving to Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl, it sounds good in theory. I don't think it changes anything. Only because at the end of the day, these players are just not interested in participating. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're acting like it was never that way. That's how it's been for 50 years. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I'm saying today's players, and I don't think it's going to change. I don't think they care. I don't think – I think Josh Allen, Lamar, the Burroughs, after they've already been in Pro Bowl like once or twice and experienced it, they're not really interested. They, they're not going to want to be there, especially with it being in Orlando. It's not like Hawaii. It's not like a true, you know, vacation type of trip. It's like they're looking at, like, what's the what's the perks from it? I don't – I've just finished an entire football season. My body's all messed up. I'm ready for the all season at this point. And going to Orlando to play one more game just doesn't make sense to me, especially with pads on for them because they're like – I'm trying to get a new contract for a lot of these players. You know, I'm trying to, you know, preserve my body, make sure I'm getting right, so I'm I'm good in the offseason. I mean, when did so, football like, change? When, when did what? When did that? Be, when did that? It become? never changed. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not listening. When that mentality is came became okay with like with you with everybody like so so when the money increased when the money nah, increased when it changed. It's I'm all just, relevant, Smitty. It's all relevant. Like a million dollars in '87 was relevant to 50 now like let's be honest it's still relevant to the time and inflation like coach brian here says facts jb mahomes rather play in super bowl than play in that pro bowl four years almost five years in a row here's what the difference is you don't know what you're fucking talking about coach brian so you don't think tom brady wanted to so tom brady is is okay right he could do it but mahomes can't Come on, homie. You sound ignorant. 
Tom Brady won how many Super Bowls? And then Seven. how many Pro Bowls did Tom Brady play in? Your statement makes hold zero water. Like, you motherfuckers always want to make an excuse for the now. And you just re- disregard the past grace of Ma- Peyton Manning, by the way, after he won his Super Bowls, he played in a fucking Pro Bowl. Why are we giving him an excuse to why he'd rather play in a Super Bowl than a Pro Bowl? See, what happens is we've allowed it. We've allowed it, and it, be- and it became the norm. Now it's just the norm. That's all it is. It's not It's not like what Smitty's talking about, the, the bags increase and all that. It's relevant to me. If we didn't allow it, I still think we'd be in a good spot. Well, yeah, if, you, if you don't allow it, if you can somehow force them to play, then you won't look, have a choice. Look what's yeah. happening now, Smitty, in the NBA. Look, we're forcing them to play 65 games. Charles Barkley came out and said it should be 70, and y'all players have created this by yeah. sitting out so many games in the past. Now you force the hands. That's different, uh, though. That's different. A brass tack. Yeah, it's, it's, it's different, but it's kind of relevant to what's going on. Like, we are allowing these NFL players to rough, basically sit out these games because flag football, you don't have to go. You don't have to show up. And years ago, Smitty, when it was relevant, think about it. It was 100K or 10K to, to each player, I think 100 to the winner. That was big money for, for a guy making league minimum. Pro Bowl was a big payday. You went to play to get that extra 100K, and you're on vacation with your fam bam or whatever. So yeah. you like, shit, that's a huge day. 100 grand now to to Josh Allen is fucking a charity that I'm just going to give out. That's my point. That's what so, I literally said. We're, we're saying the same thing. I said, you that's actually, not my point, though. You like, said, when did it change? I said, because the money changed. So if they yeah, but the money the bag, changed maybe because go. you demanded, you didn't demand them to play, though. Like, it, if the money changed, but you still had to show up. There's a difference. I think we've allowed him to say, don't have to show up. You don't have to do nothing. It is what it is. That's Everyone's going to take take that and run. Shit. You and I would if you paid us to do nothing. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. The it's problem was the last couple of years when they still had pads on, people were, they, they weren't hitting. They were thudding up. They, they weren't they, taking they want, them down. They didn't want to play. Right. So it was like, I can't force them to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that's the biggest thing. As a fan, do we want to see it? Of course. I want to see the best players hitting the best player. As a fan, as a player, it ain't worth the risk. Even the NBA All-Star game, although their best players do participate, they do not play hard until maybe the last few minutes of the fourth quarter. Maybe the entire game, they're just no defense. They're not gonna do anything that's gonna potentially harm themselves for the season. Because at the end of the day, the all-star game don't matter. Pro Bowl doesn't matter and never has mattered. Let me make that clear. So because of that, it's like the risk doesn't make the, the most sense nah, from the Pro player's matter, perspective. Pro Bowl used to matter, bro. <laughs> I don't know. You might be a little young. Pro Bowls used to matter. Let me be clear. Well, I can't. You ask Eric Weddle if Pro Bowls didn't matter. Shit. You'll hear. You'll see. You'll hear some conversations. I'll let them, I'll let them try to change your mind. Pro Bowls definitely mattered uh, back in the day. There was some money to be made, and it was a dick-measuring contest. Football mattered when we wanted to be the greats, man. You know that in college. Yeah, but like, a motherfucker ain't never. Yes. JB, we ain't never came on this show ever, even before me. Never, never been like, that motherfucker got got outplayed in the Pro Bowl. Hey, he way better than him. No, we we talk about the Super Bowl, the playoffs, 
what went down when it actually but it ain't about what you and I think. <laughs> it's a guy saying that I'm the best amongst the best on the field. You don't think that Marshall Falk wasn't trying to really shake Ray Lewis in those Pro Bowls? They used to go at it in the Pro Bowl. Ray Lewis and Marshall Falk used to go at it in the Pro Bowl. Sean Taylor used to smack dudes for a reason. It wasn't. We always say Sean Taylor. There was a gang of motherfuckers hitting in the in the Pro Bowl. It was a gang of cats trying to show you who who is who. Like, I'm telling you right now, it was big business at that time. People wanted to play. It was competitive. We've allowed the competitiveness to go away, and therefore, people like Smitty can come in here and not really pay any homage. Not to his offense, but say, hey, it don't mean shit no more. But it did. People just didn't know it did because times have changed, and we live in the now. We live in the what have you done now. So if if shit gets forgotten, Smitty, no one's going to go back and say, Damn, Pro Bowl was fucking fire. Because you don't really realize. You don't go back and watch it. It was a competitive game. People cared. Go watch Peyton Manning talking shit in a Pro Bowl game about the kicker one year. And he's like a fucking kicker. Like, it was big business. Cats cared. It was the best of the best. We've allowed it to slip away from us. Nowadays, people just like, man, it ain't shit. Never was shit. Blah, blah, blah. It was always shit. Uh, Pro Bowl used to be fucking a real I mean, game. I'm not, I'm not saying they weren't competing. That's not my point. I guess my point is that in, in the grand scheme of things, like I don't know how many Pro Bowls Peyton Manning been to. I don't know how many Pro Bowl MVPs uh, Tom Brady won. I don't know. I can't tell you any particular year a Peyton Manning outplayed Brady in the Pro Bowl or so-and-so outplayed someone, uh, Ray Lewis in the Pro Bowl. Right, see, we we don't give up. a fuck. We never, we never, like – as he fans, did. we we, we just want to watch the best play the best. But in the, I'm talking about big picture, grand scheme. We care about Super Bowls. We come on this show every day, and we talk about football. We talk about Lamar. We talk about these quarterbacks. And you always say, this person ain't done shit. Smitty. And you say that because they ain't won the same on a Super Bowl. They ain't made no big play. You don't care about Pro Bowls. You don't care about no, regular you, you don't. don't. Care about none of that. You don't. That's the difference. You're talking about you and your generation, dog. Like, you keep saying it's fact. It's not fact. We did care, that. bro. I'm telling you we cared. How are you going to sit here and tell me we, I'm lying? We I did care about the Pro Bowl. It was a big event after the Super Bowl. It was to close the year out. We don't have it anymore because y'all have made it irrelevant by putting it before the Super Bowl in fucking flags. I'm just telling y'all, it was a real thing. I can't wait for these pros that played in the Pro Bowl to come on this show and tell you that it didn't mean shit. I'm not going to – I'm sure you've talked to Weddle already, so you already know his answer. No, so I'm, 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 I'm sure he probably – as a player, I'm sure he cares. Sure, as a player, I'm uh, cool. I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, when I'm talking about when we're talking about all-time greats and we're, now, and we're ranking players. now, we, though. We not – that's not cha- – like, you was not okay, in the you say now. I think it's not – I think that's what you mean, now. Okay, so, so let me ask you. So early 2000s. You would be in the barbershop saying, Yes, Tom Brady is better than Peyton yes. Manning because he outplayed him in the Pro Bowl. Yes, oh, yes, right. that is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Cat after the Pro Bowl, Cats was like, Oh, shit. Kurt wanted through two picks. He's I told y'all the motherfucker he had a hell of a team around him for the Ram. Like, this was arguments. Hell yeah, these were the best of the best. Like, oh, I told y'all Tom Brady struggle versus, you know, he had to have Ray Lewis on his side. Th- there was barbershop banter. I could I could bring cats on here. Barbershops used to get cracking about the Pro Bowl. I'm telling you, Pro Bowl matter, bro. Like, so let me ask you this, man. Did the NBA All-Star Games matter when Jordan and Bird and them were going against Magic and them? 
let me define matter. Like matter to them as competitors, yes. D- do, does it matter when we're talking about the all-time greatness? No, it does not. Like, I'm over there, be like, "Hey, bro, I think Larry Bird better than so and so because he he made it to another All Star game." Or like, what? Like, but, but look at the All Star like, games now. Just in relevance, look at All Star games now. You, you, we've changed it to what quarter system by points or some weird shit. There ain't no. We've allowed it again to. Well, it's actually it actually is competitive now, but it's, it's more competitive like late. But they made the fourth quarter competitive because it's a point system now, where it's yeah. like you get the fourth quarter, this team needs X amount of points to win. This team, no, like so, the fourth quarters are are competitive in NBA All Star. But, but whole, Smitty, we, we always change. Like I, I had a good conversation yesterday with, with with an NFL great older guy, and we were talking, and he was like, "JB, you should do." break this Chiefs and Niners game down. And we were talking and I go, man, I got the film. So over the weekend, I started to break it down. I'm going to put it on Patreon. So if you guys want to watch the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl 54, four years ago, plus last year's Chiefs Niners, I'm putting a a whole exclusive content breakdown on my Patreon. I'll put some some clips on YouTube as well, but nobody's doing it. It's ESPN on steroids. It's going to give you an inside look at what it'll be like in studio. My people that came over and set it up was we were talking in depth about how this would look with Smitty and I in person, how this whole thing would be. It would be unbelievable. But we're, we're working on it. So I'm going to give you a little snippets on my Patreon. The first 15 minute breakdown is on Patreon. 15 minutes, Smitty, took me like four hours to make. I bet. <laughs> like, it's crazy because I, I broke it down like a coach. First down, second down, third down. So it's, 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 some, uh, it's, some, it's some shit that you won't see on TV anywhere else. But Smitty, like. I think we've allowed – I think the NBA used to be competitive. So my point was, before I got off track, this older guy said, why are we reinventing the wheel? Like, the wheel don't need to be reinvented. Why did we change the NBA All-Star format? The fourth quarter in the NBA All-Star game became a fucking NBA championship game. It was the most competitive basketball on planet Earth and from the Kobe eras to the Magics to the Birds to the Jordans, the fourth quarter was unbelievable in the NBA All-Star game. It was NBA championship uh, rights, shit-talking, who we're going to see in the finals when we do play. We used to put teams together on the court. If we had, like, Pippen, Jordan, and Kukoc, I remember at one point they, Phil Jackson would put all three of them on the court at the end, and then the Lakers would have Magic, Worthy, and, and uh, whoever – and they would be like, this is an NBA final kind of showdown. They stopped doing that. We put a quarter system and it's all these points. Like, to me, it, it, why are we reinventing the wheel just to say we changed? You know what, JB? And I'm reading now that so they're actually, they went back to the the old format. Like, NBA Commissioner uh, yeah, Adam see, Silver announced uh, you know, the return of the classic East versus West format. So they're no longer doing that. that because they're having home. to renege, Smitty. But they will still, like, I guess... Each quarter, like whichever team gets most points in that quarter, uh, like X amount of money will go to whatever charity that that team is representing. But the, the whole like point system that they've been doing the last couple of years to honor Kobe or whatever, um, it, it, they're, they're no longer doing it that way. So, I mean, it's not like they're going back to, to what you're saying. They're going back to the old school way of, you think of about how it. you like it. So when you change up so many, many times and you change up and you have to keep changing. Doesn't it seem like you should have just not fucked with it from the jump? <laughs> I mean, you can always say that, but it, I mean, like in life, change happens. So, like, you're not gonna always keep things the exact same forever. You're gonna try shit out. Some shit's gonna work. 
Some things aren't, and that's just the way of life. You know, after the Super Bowl, me and you are going to sit down and talk offline, and we're going to probably be a few changes to this show. You know, um, somebody might be like, why why'd y'all change? Why y'all keep the same way? Well, hey, if you stay the same way, you'll never grow. You'll never have the chance to grow. So you got to try some things out. You look at it from my point of view and I'm like, well, how about I just drill the fuck out of this one thing really, really well and get really, really special at it and be great at it. And and, and that's what I'm really good at. I'm, gonna, I'm really good at one thing. I think we try to be fucking sexy and have this sex appeal about a million things and we're not good at anything. Like, you gotta be good at something first. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's worth I changing. Feel, I feel that, but if we never change, we still be riding camelback. And horses around his motherfucker. Yeah, well, evolution's <laughs> gonna happen, but changing things that have worked don't need to happen. <laughs> I mean, evolution's a whole nother ball game. But I'm talking about that's like saying we're not gonna fucking plug in our lights and shit. We don't have electricity. That's what I'm saying. Like that's changing. That's, that's evolution. As you learn you <laughs> changing a basketball game format is evolutionary. Like that's just fucking dumb. Um, here's the thumbnail, Big Smitty. Let's let's dive into this 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 show today. Uh, because I want to fill this in. I want to fill this in. I can't wait to fill it in. And I just have a real simple question. I, I like that's all I want to talk about. Like, I got a simple question on this thing right here. Um, and I want to make it make sense with you before we dive into it. Patrick Mahomes, out of 12 quarterbacks who have two or more Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes <clears throat> has been thrown into the conversation as if he is top five already. Now, mind you, he has yet, Big Smitty, he has yet to throw for 300 yards in one game. He has yet to throw for 300 yards in one Super Bowl. And uh, of the 12 QBs to win Super Bowls, we are anointing him as a top five quarterback already. Um, I see Matt jumped in. Good morning, Matt. I want to dive into this make it make sense thing. 12 quarterbacks have won two or more Super Bowls. Uh, the thumbnail is where does Patrick Mahomes belong? And I have a simple, I just want to ask a simple question here. Out of, out of Terry Bradshaw, Peyton Manning, Troy Aikman, John Elway, Jim Plunkett, Bart Starr, Bob Greasy, Eli Manning, Roger Starbuck, Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Montana, and of course, Tom Brady. Um, they all They all have two or more Super Bowls. So, I want to just debate this on who is better, why, et cetera, and why do we rank Mahomes ahead of a lot of these greats? I just want a reason why, Smitty. Uh, you know, what have you done for me lately is why, in my opinion. Uh, but because I've talked to too many quarterback guys, true NFL quarterback guys, NFL legendary players and coaches, and not one of those guys will tell you that Patrick Mahomes is better than a lot of these other 12 guys already. Doesn't mean he won't be. But right now, when you see mainstream media pointing out that he's already on the Mount Rushmore, I believe it pisses a lot of greats off that have actually coached it, played it, and seen it at this level. So I just want to ask you guys, like, if none of those guys truly think that he's already on the Mount Rushmore, why does mainstream media put him on the Mount Rushmore? And that's because I think we live in the now, and they will never mention the fact that all these guys mentioned could be hit in the mouth, throw the ball in an anticipatory window while getting hit in the mouth because they were always about to get hit in the mouth and knew that receivers would actually get knocked the fuck out over the middle if a shitty ball was ever thrown. 
You compile this with the fact that he is playing, Patrick Mahomes is playing in the worst QB era in modern-day history in the NFL. Not only statistically speaking, it's fact, but simply the lack of quarterback knowledge, fundamentals, and understanding basic concepts that these current quarterbacks display year in and year out has anointed Mahomes as some sort of god in Kansas City. So I just wanted to fill in the, 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 the Mount Rushmore, Big Smitty. Who is your fourth guy with those three? That's my three. You can have your own four. Who's your fourth, JB? Uh, so you're Montana, Brady, Aikman, obviously, and then who's your fourth? And you know, before you end, just for clarity, who's this Mount fourth? Rushmore is based upon people with two or more, correct? Two more correct. Super Bowls. Question two. I can't throw somebody on there with no Super Bowls or one, right? Correct, because we're just comparing the okay. 12 guys that have won. You got to have two. You got to have double rings. You got to have one for each yep. hand, essentially. Okay, cool. To help you guys out, I'll give you I'll give you a rundown just to help you guys out so you guys can make your own educated deal. I already got my four. All right. So here, here's here's a stat real quick. Patrick Mahomes in 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 his Super Bowls, he's the one of the only ones. There's been a few other ones, has yet to throw for 300 yards in a game. He also has more interceptions than touchdowns in his Super Bowl appearances. Montana has thrown for 300-plus four times, and he has 11 touchdowns to zero picks. Now, Elway, Smitty, and Matt is a a comparison that boggled me when I did all this research. Elway's been to five Super Bowls. He threw for 300 yards once, and then he threw for 260, and he also threw for 108. But Elway's touchdown-to-pick ratio, he only has three touchdowns, eight interceptions in a Super Bowls. Um, now Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman's won all of his Super Bowls, and he's thrown for 280, 215, 210, five touchdowns, and only one pick. But he's won, he won them all as well. Bradshaw had 300 yards twice. He's thrown nine touchdowns to four picks. Um, and then Brady shits on everything. He's got 500 plus, 450 twice, 353 times. He's thrown 21 touchdowns to six picks. Um, even Eli Manning has 300 once, 255, three touchdowns, only one pick, and he's won both Super Bowl appearances. He balled out in those games, too. Let's be real. Peyton Manning has 335, 280, 250, and then he had a 141-yard game. Peyton also only has three touchdowns versus five picks in the Super Bowl's appearances. And then you got Bart Starr, who old school, has only he threw three touchdowns versus one pick and won both Super Bowls. And then Big Ben... Uh, also has only thrown three touchdowns and has five picks, and he is two and one in Super Bowls. So he's thrown for 260, 265, and 123. So those are the comparisons on the quarterbacks that went to Super Bowls. Um, 123. Ugh. Well, hey, Elway threw for 108 in a game uh, versus the Niners. 55 to 10 game, yeah. Um, the 55 10 game, yeah. So. So Mahomes has has so that's why so when I broke this down I just wanted to bring it up and it's not a, a sh- I'm not doing it to get clicks and hate on Mahomes I just want to dive into why people's putting him on the Mount Rushmore already and I'm trying to figure out his stats aren't showing what that he should belong he doesn't belong he he is uh, I I look at all these other guys and I'm like. There's a lot of other guys on that list that I would have on the Mount Rushmore that have won two rings over Mahomes. But I've seen a lot of people put Mahomes in there already. A lot of people even said he's the best. 
You can't be the best, guys. Well, if your three losses in the playoffs before Burrow was all to a 40-year-old Tom Brady. Brady beat you, beat you in, the, in the AFC Championship and then beat you in the Super Bowl. Have you seen this crazy stat? Have you all seen this crazy stat? He's, he's kept two rings away from Mahomes. No, but have you seen this crazy stat? What? Brady, Brady gave Mahomes his first NFL loss ever, his first playoff loss ever, and his first Super Bowl loss ever. Yeah, yeah, that's the who's talking about this at work the other day. Like, th- this would be like if somehow LeBron and Jordan were able to play each other w- while Jordan was still like Jordan, you know what I'm saying? And we actually saw it, and Jordan beat LeBron in the in the, the, the finals, you know, twice or whatever. Now, like, there's not even a discussion. I don't care what LeBron does, they face each other, they they saw each other. It was my whole argument this year with college football where we're talking about who should get in get in the 14. I'm like, listen. Texas played Bama like we saw it. I don't care when it was. They we saw it. They faced each other, and and we know who won. So for me, Mahomes could basically like I don't see a, a way in which he could ever pass Brady unless he goes wins fucking 10, 12 Super Bowls, which is not realistic. So, so I, who's to me, four? my fourth spot is Peyton Manning as of right now. So you got those three. You got Aikman on there too, and then Peyton, <sighs> Joe Montana, Brady. Ah, Aikman is the one. Aikman, it's not. It's not a bad answer. I mean, I know, not, I know. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating between Aikman and Elway. Like, like, who do you put on there though? Like, I just gave you the stats. This guy's three and zero in the Super Bowl. He has five touchdowns to one interception. Yeah, but Aikman just has so much. Um, this that team was fucking loaded. Aikman team was loaded. It was loaded. And, and the Chiefs teams weren't when they I, lost to the, the the Bucks. When they, I, <laughs> I'm going Montana, Brady, Pay Manning, and John Elway right now. Mahomes, Mahomes would be my my fifth spot right now. Yeah, okay, I, I like that. I'm taking uh, Brady, Montana, uh, Manning, and Elway. That's my four. Oh, okay, so, it's the same same thing. Yeah. We said the same thing just now. The, and look, Pat could take over one of those spots if he wins. You know, beat San Francisco again. I think yeah. San Francisco's kind of lying in the weeds on this one, guys. Like. I would not be surprised at all if if Kansas City gets Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. Like they're good, but they've they've shown a lot of weaknesses this year. And I'm not saying they haven't solved them, but I am saying that eventually, you know, the, the other team's going to play up to snuff. And I don't think San Francisco's played that well in the two playoff games, so they got something to play for too. On top of the fact that if they lose this game. Now you're talking about how many great players on San Francisco's roster and the coach and the GM, they're all being kept from rings too because Mahomes is keeping people from rings. That's what Tom Brady did. He kept people from rings. So that's true greatness. And look, you know, sometimes just getting a team to the Super Bowl that's not very good is an accomplishment. Like that, the Mahomes willed this team to the Super Bowl this year. It's very... John Elway-esque. It's very Peyton Manning-esque. You know, like back in the day, Peyton would have an unbelievable passing game and Harrison and Wayne and Dallas Clark and Ajay and Edron James and all these cats. And then the defense, with the exception of Franey and Mathis, you know, Bob Sanders would be there sometimes, but he was hurt. They were giving up tons of fucking yards, you know, like the year that they won the Super Bowl, the first one against the Bears, they had like the worst rushing defense in football and they went and traded for Booger McFarlane, and he came in and solidified it within, like, two games left, left the regular season. I remember Jacksonville putting 300 yards rushing on him. So sometimes you just will a bad team to the Super Bowl. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You know, it's any given Sunday type thing. But 
if Mahomes continues down this road and he he's already got two, so he's already in an elite class. Um, you know, if he continues down the road and he's three and one and wins this weekend on Sunday, then you've got to start looking at it like, you know, okay, maybe he is on the Mount Rushmore. The Aikman call is a great call. You know, I like I, I wish I wish, you know, that Staubach would get more love, but he's a 70s quarterback. He's not gonna get thrown on that list. But Rogers- let me give you can I give you my fourth quarter? I I'd put Bradshaw on there. And Tim, you can't go wrong with Terry Bradshaw. He's four and on Super Bowls, and you know I'm everything. putting him on there. Nine touchdowns and four picks. The reason I, we know Elway is probably one of the most freakish uh, freaks to ever play the position. Um, we compare Josh Allen to Elway. I, I do anyway, as far as statue, body type, arm strength, exact, etc. Um, and then you got Marino never won, so we're not. He's not even a conversation. But ball spinning wise, he means the greatest. He in a, con- he in a conversation, but you said you. Hold on, we asked you: is, is this list only two Super Bowls or more? Yeah, it is. It if is. It, if it wasn't that, Marino's in my shit. But I'm just that's just me personally. He he's so damn he so good. He's so damn great that it's like it's, I can't. I just can't, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was ahead of his time. Yeah. I mean, the the <laughs> thing is this. This is what I want to ask you though, like. I like so I'm the one of the ones on the on the on the outside looking in. Everybody's gonna say crazy. I just want to know why Eli Manning gets so shitted on in these discussions because he's two and zero in these big bowl games. I just want to be clear here, and I see Smitty's face, but I, but but nobody's ever been able to tell me a definitive reason why we put certain guys over Eli. So like I just want to be clear here. Eli's done something Mahomes has never done. Beat. Fucking Brady twice in Super Bowls. I just want to be clear here. How is Eli so shitted on when Mahomes gets all this greatness and he's won the same amount of Super Bowls on, we can argue, probably better rosters in a weaker division? Why is Eli always shitted on? Now, I'm not comparing Eli to Mahomes. What I'm asking, though, is why Eli gets zero consideration. We're talking about not even putting him in the Hall of Fame, by the way. He's not even a Hall of Famer. He's Hall of Famer. He's Hall of Famer. I ain't saying all that. Real quick, though, Eli Manning has an overall career record of 118 and 118. The definition yeah. of average. So what does listen, it have to do with two Super Bowls? This is what listen, we're just talking listen, about. Listen, hold on, hold on, Tom. I mean, Eli Manning has two of the most memorable Super Bowls of, of at least my of my lifetime. I love the Mannings, you know that. But I'm saying when we when we're raking all time great, it's not literally just the Super Bowl. Like if, if we're arguing who who well, were the best quarterbacks in Super Bowls. If we're arguing who's the best quarterbacks literally in the Super Bowl game. Who has two Super Bowls, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's what so you hard. Hold on. We're no, talking oh, no, no, Matt and Jeremy, no, 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 no. I'm talking right now. I'm talking right now. So, uh, so, uh, so, are we, are we, are, so, so we're saying fuck the whole entire regular season, all yes. the numbers. Okay, yes. so, so hold on. So we're, we're talking literally your performance only in the Super Bowl. That's it. No. You know, no, we're talking about guys that have attained two rings. Yes, okay, but it's everything that comes with the two. It's not just the two. It's everything and 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 the two. I don't understand what, what you're saying right now. Well, what, what we're not comparing regular season quarterback play to the Super Bowl. That's what we're saying. I must I must be confused. Go ahead. We're just talking we're about who has actually won them. Who's actually won the ring? Who has two rings on, Smitty? That's it. I like, know, okay. I know that, but I'm saying if, if we're comparing Mahomes to Eli Manning, I'm I'm comparing. I get it. They both have two, have two rings. Duh, we get it. But it's it's everything, including the Super Bowl. It's not it's not just it's not just Eli Manning won two Super Bowls against Tom Brady, so now he's ahead of somebody. 
It's just no. Super we're just talking about the Super Bowls. The, the people that because he wouldn't. If we were talking about that many, he wouldn't have them, right? We wouldn't even be talking about it. We're talking about guys that have actually gone and won it. Because Marino would be in there then. We just said it. <laughs> like, and we're we've. Excluded, I, don't think, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. So go ahead. We're excluding guys like Favre and Rogers and guys who won on Steve Young, who are great that. quarterbacks. But they only but have they one. Too, I know so that. I, I, I don't think I don't think I'm explaining myself properly. I get what you're saying. I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think I'm not understanding. I'm not explaining myself properly to you guys. I understand that the sample size that we're comparing right now are only guys who won two or more. Got you. Okay. We're in the same. We're in the same boat. Yeah. But when we're comparing those guys who's only won two or more, and you're asking me a question of why Eli Manning isn't rated a certain way or looked a certain way amongst the group who has won two or more, you have to look at. I'm telling you why. It, it's not. It's bigger than just the two Super Bowl games and how he performed in those two games. So I'm comparing him to a, a, a Aikman or Elway or anyone who else is in that box of two or more. I have to look at his overall record, his his, his stats, everything else, and that's the reason why he's not ranked and, and looked and, at, and at, I, at the same I, level. Is all I'm I, saying. And, and I want to move on with Matt. I have a question for Matt that's interesting because I know his. I know he has an interesting take on this, and I this is a great debate. But here's the reason why I say I would combat your talk with some other rhetoric to say you're talking about the whole sample size. Well, the NFC East at the time Eli won those two Super Bowls were pretty fucking good with Philadelphia and Dallas. I would compare yeah, really? that to the fucking Chiefs West. In the six years Mahomes has gone through it, has been absolute garbage. So, like, that would be my fight back to your take. But I want to ask you both this question. Matthew Stafford sitting with one Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers sitting with one Super Bowl, if they were to both win another one, where do you put those two? Because they're sitting on the outside looking in, and we both, I think Matt agrees with me, both of those guys are probably top seven ball spinners of all time with Elway, Marino, Aikman, uh, you can maybe throw Mahomes in there as a ball spinner. Um, I think that those two guys right there, as far as skill set, are right at the top of the all-time list. Warren Moon goes comes to mind. But yeah. when we talk about if they were to win another one and Mahomes don't, would you bump Stafford or Rodgers ahead of Mahomes on the Mount Rushmore if they were to win both two more or one more each and Mahomes don't? So if Mahomes only – like he ends the square with two and then Aaron – the, with the Jets next year, yeah. Because okay. I asked Matt you this, I asked you this, Matt, because I know you. We both are on agreement of Aaron's choked off a lot of fucking games in Frisco, and we if he was really that guy, he probably should have three at least right now. And now we're talking about Aaron Rodgers on that Mount Rushmore all day long, but he hasn't. He's been one of those guys. I put Peyton Manning in that same discussion with Smitty. Like he's underperformed in every Super Bowl. Peyton Manning has. They've won a couple. He finally got over the hump, but he's underperformed, similar to what Mahomes has done, similar stats in Super Bowls, where you got guys like Montana and Aikman and, and Bradshaw and guys that have just thrived in Super Bowls. 500 yards, Brady. Like, there's a difference in greatness, in my opinion. One Super Bowl, another Super Bowl to have this conversation, it would be Steve Young. That would be the one that I would bring up. Give him another – I mean, honestly, we could say that he – he has multiple Super Bowls. He was just a starter for only one, let's be real. But I guess you could throw him on there. He's got three rings, so that's a conversation that we need to talk about. He was a backup, but still. Um, current players, I wouldn't put Aaron in front of him. 
Um, I don't know if I put Stafford in front of them either, unless they played head to head. That's the other thing is like, if we got chiefs Rams next year and Stafford beat Mahomes in the super bowl, and then Mahomes didn't win another one that would go back to what Schmitty was saying. Like you, you played, I saw it like, you know, it's why I don't put the Mahomes above Brady talk is fans. Like that's bullshit. Come on. The Mahomes above Montana talk. Montana's four known Super Bowls, eleven picks, no, or eleven touchdowns, no picks. I I am a I am a fan putting Elway and Peyton on that list. And Schmidt also has a little bit of that too, with him being a Colt. So, you know, you if you look at Eli and Aikman, Aikman was incredible in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. You know, and especially the Super Bowls was lights the fuck out in those games where Jim Kelly wasn't, where you know, fucking Neil O'Donnell wasn't. He was sloppy. They lost. So, you know, Eli, I remember too those those that first Giants team that beat uh, the Patriots when they were undefeated. That was a ten and six wild card team. They had to go on the road. They won in Dallas when they were the one seed. And then the other the the other year they were ten and six as well. They had to win on the road in the playoffs. They never had any home playoff games and shit. He was always like road warriors. So the fact that he beat Tom Brady twice that has to I mean that has to be thrown into the conversation. It's a great point. It's got me thinking over here. Like if we're just talking about that one just one game and a one off, Eli might be on that fucking Super Bowl. You know. Uh, uh, Mount Rushmore for quarterbacks because he was, and let's be real, he beat the GOAT twice, and he was the MVP both times. And he's done something Mahomes hasn't done, throw for 300 yards. And he balled the fuck out in both games. So, you know, it's, I don't, the 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 throwing stats, like the numbers are a little, I don't really yeah. care about yardage with quarterbacks because you yeah, can make either. that up. I got to watch but the game. I will say that, like, game-changing plays, Mahomes makes game-changing plays in Super Bowls that elevates his team to victory. And he's in the two wins, there you go. he brought his team back in the fourth quarter in there both games. They could be 0-3 and they could be the new Buffalo Bills. Instead, they're 2-1 and because his greatness elevated the team to victory. Whereas Jim Kelly could never elevate his team to victory. No offense to the great Jim Kelly, but like, but if you remember correctly, you know, that 91 Redskins team is maybe the best football team ever. They were fucking unbelievable. And they had Mark Rippon at quarterback, for God's sakes. But, like, Thurman Thomas forgot his helmet. He wasn't on the field for the first play. Like, <laughs> that's that's bad. And, you know, it, it all comes back to the leadership of one guy, and that's your quarterback. And, you know, it's – I don't know, man. It, it's uh, that era of football – it's crazy to look back at it and see how many great players didn't get rings, how hard it was for some of them to obtain them. And then you look now and it's Brady dominated an entire two decades, but now Mahomes walked in, got drafted, started winning and hasn't stopped. And it's like these, these young quarterbacks have made it look, I hate to say this, but Mahomes makes this shit look easy, dog. And it, it ain't, it ain't easy. And that's just one of the things about him that's, Great. Like, I, you know, Josh Allen could be one of those guys that takes 10, 12 years to get a ring. Like, it, it people might have to be a little bit more patient. You know, it, it takes a long time. It took Manning a long time to get over that hump. Yeah. It was really quick for Tom Brady. It was really quick for John, for Joe Montana. He got over the hump quick. It was really hard for Steve Young. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's just sometimes it's just more difficult for other, other cats. So, you know, point in case, look at, 
the, you know, Roger Dodger and, and Dallas and Aikman and all the greatness they had between the two of them. And then how much they've struggled since. I mean, they, they can't win a fucking game in the playoffs to save their damn life. San Francisco, too. They've been to multiple Super Bowls with different starting quarterbacks since the Montana Young era. Can't get a dub. So, you know, it's honestly, I don't know how I want San Francisco to win on Sunday, but I don't know how I'm going to pick against Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City. I mean, if I'm putting money on the game, I'll be goddamned if I'm going to pick against Kansas City. Come on. And and let's be real. The National Football League wants the Chiefs to win. They Everything's set up for Travis Kelsey to propose to Taylor Swift after the game. Oh, my God. And it's just, you know, it's going to be it's going to be just. Disney fucking land. It's going to be mouse ears everywhere. It's going to be so cute. It's exactly what they want. The softness, the Chiefs Queendom, you know, pop star city. That's what that place is. I am pulling for San Francisco so bad. I don't know what to do with myself, bro. Please, God, San Francisco, put an end to this craziness. I hope so as well. I don't think it's going to happen, though, unfortunately. Wow. Is Brock Purdy worth $40 if they win? Oh, he's gonna get the bag if they win. He's gonna get a big bag. So, real quick though, before Jimmy jumps in, it's kind of you know, you chimed in on like Mahomes' greatness, man. And I just want to read a couple stats. Like right now, Mahomes is 14 and 3 in the playoffs in his career. He's 14 and 3. He hasn't been in the league, I don't even think, for 10, 10 years yet. He's already matched Peyton Manning in playoff wins. And you know, I love Peyton. Peyton only was, was and Peyton, yeah. Come on now. So if you win Super Bowl, he's going to surpass them already in playoff wins. And he's going to pass them Super Bowl wins. So, I mean, the man has not he, – he has always been the AFC Championship since he started. Like, he's never he not been. So, he starts. They go to the Super Bowl, the AFC title game every year. Like that – like, like think about that. Like, Matt, you played this game. So you know yeah. more than myself. JB, you were – like, that's hard as hell. I don't care about no errors. That's hard as hell to do, bro. You always yeah. there. So even though I'm not even the Chiefs fan, I got to take a step back. And respect that greatness. I, I just gotta do it. I feel like when Brady was doing it, I was young. I was a coach fan. I didn't. I didn't fully appreciate because I was such a like anti-Patriots guy. As a, as an adult who's watching this, I cannot like your team and root against you, but at the same time, still respect what you're doing and understand that what you're doing is amazing yeah, yeah. and is great. I love it. And, that, and that's where it is with, with Patrick Mahomes. Agreed. Yeah, I don't agree at all, but it's all good. Agreed. Listen, um, let's move on. Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I got I talked to somebody that's in, in, inside on this. Um, Mahomes is gonna save two dogs from a fucking burning house, and he's gonna still. Well, I mean, he should have did it faster. He should have got there. I mean, why'd you go through the window? Why'd you go through the back door and, and pull him off in the back? Nah, it, no, it'd be, before we move on, I watch film and I know how to watch film. That, that's the difference. And that's that's really yeah, it. That's yeah. everyone else is just shut the fuck up. I watch film. I watch Super Bowl film, which I have right here. I can pull up. I actually watch film, break it down, and I that's the difference. Everybody else is just shut the fuck up. I can well, show you a million different quarterbacks that have played in Super Bowls that have per- outperformed Mahomes. That's I'll, the difference. Oh, that's a different conversation. No, it's not. I, I yeah, but ahead. look, I watch a ton of. I was watching film this morning at the lab breaking down Chiefs and Bengals from two years ago. Like, I I, I watch just as much film as you do, and I, I think he's fucking exceptional, and what he does is insane. And I guess some well, of the let's be honest, Matt. Isn't that equal to you, me, watching, like, 
a center that you don't like. And I'm like, I think he's fucking unbelievable. And then you're like, no, the center's fucking shitty. He takes the wrong step. He fucking don't take six cents. He ain't acing that butt. We all play football, though. It's not like... I I know Matt knows football. I'm not saying... I'm just saying there's a huge difference. I think if I'm breaking down fucking Matt Burke, who may be on the show here in a minute, 14-year NFL vet at center... And Matt breaks them down. It's completely different. That's I, true. But Jay, let me ask you this, JB. Like, aren't certain players so great to where it's just obvious? Like, it don't take a it don't take a genius to know LeBron is great and Jordan is great and Kobe's great. It don't take a genius to know Tom Brady is phenomenal. Even if I don't know I don't all, all you, the technical things and the footwork, maybe I don't know all that. There's difference, though. The there's greatness is greatness, though. though. Like, like I mean, there's differences, though. I, if you call if you call 180 yards great, I guess. I, I mean, Tom Brady threw for 500 twice and 450 twice and 354 times. Well, Mahomes like, is not done great. yet either. That's like, great. he's not done yet. That's like, great to me. Well, he's just, not and, done and, yet. in fairness, the 500 yard passing game that he threw, they lost. <laughs> right. Yeah. Against the Eagles. So, why are we right? right. So, that yeah, doesn't that, matter. That sucks. That means that, it, you know, like it, it, he did everything he could and they still couldn't win. That's, that's, that's a bummer. Yeah, and I mean, like, and, and Mahomes, but the flip side is Mahomes has done bare minimum and won. But I think what Matt said a few so minutes like, ago was perfect, what, what, what though. What are talking about here? Like, you but have but Jamie, if you're watching the film, like you say you watching the film, then what Matt said earlier would hold true. And the fact that the numbers don't tell the full picture, a full story. Watch the game. And Mahomes makes winning plays when it matters. Yeah, the first time, about like the high ankle sprain and taping it up and leading this team back in the fourth quarter and the 30-yard run and the – the adjustments and the fucking touchdown passes and all, all everything he did in that game. There were okay, down two well, touchdowns I, against the Niners in, the, in 2020 in Super Bowl with like six yeah, minutes. It was 24 to 10 with six minutes remaining. And uh, he, see, that's, he, this is relevant shit but, talking. Matt but, just but said, Matt just said something that wasn't true. Matt, now, he got hurt on an ankle, and guess who came back and scored? Chad Henney. Like, quit making up shit. Like, we're defending this motherfucker as if he has won everything. By the way, Mahomes was on the sideline getting taped up when Chad Henning went 99 yards. Without that touchdown, Mahomes don't win. But you guys give him the win. Mahomes came back in the game. The game wasn't over. The game wasn't over. That the 99-yard touchdown was Chad Henney. Yeah, well, we're going to nitpick everything. Okay, if, if Adam Vinatieri doesn't drain fucking four, three, four field goals, Tom Brady will have only three super. Uh, and we see, hold, on, wait, hold on, but you see my point. I said that. You, you see my point, though. We got to stop nitpicking, though, because football is a well, team game. If, if, if Schmitty, if you can't talk about anything but the Super Bowls, Chad Henney did that in the AFC title game or the division round, one of the two, not the Super Bowl. So, I'm saying Mahomes got hurt in the Super Bowl. They taped his ass up, and he brought his team back and was running around all gimpy and shit and won the MVP. I, 180 yards doesn't – so, like, who, who gives a shit? Like, if he hits the touchdown pass to uh, Smith-Schuster rather than the holding penalty, however you want to look at it, that's a 35, 40-yard pass. That puts him at 215, 220. Like, is that – Enough? Well, I, I don't know, man. I, I I think winning is more important than stats. Listen, I, I agree. Listen, the guy, I, I I right now, current quarterbacks, I have them at one. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and be delusional. I also just say that gr- there's a level to greatness. I think there's different levels, and I think we've seen greatness in Super Bowls that have won two or more, and I don't believe he is on that list. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Man, none um, of us put him on the list, too. Let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah I agree. What is it, it going to take for you – to say Patrick Mahomes is 
well, to, to Tom Brady. Like I, I, I wouldn't. I doubt you'd even put him on. For me, he's got to win a lot of times. Well, what does he have to do? I think it's now more I than. Ask you, you. Like that's a good question. I want to. I want to dive into that. We can move on after, but I want to dive into that. Like, if you watch film, Matt. Matt breaks down great film all on his channels. You could watch it's one of the best there is. If you go and watch him, period. Not even in Super Bowls. Just watch his games. Um, and if you really dissect it, you're sitting there in awe of the greatness that Andy Reid is. How great Andy Reid is by how he devises a system to protect a guy that nowadays will not throw a ball against cover three in the second window. He'd rather fucking devise a shovel pass to get that guy more touchdowns than we've ever seen in the history of quarterbacks. Just so we're clear, under 10 yards, he has more touchdowns than anybody. Now, listen, you can say, oh, that's it doesn't matter. He got it done. But I watch the games like Matt watches the games. I'm going to I'm in the process of doing cut ups right now. And it's going to be alarming to you when you watch these and say, shit, like that is a ridiculous scheme that we put together to save this motherfucker. Like this guy does not throw balls that we've seen by great quarterbacks in this league who we consider great. And. We only base it off of statistics because he had a 5,000-yard year and a fucking – go watch the film, dog. It's unbelievable. It's alarming when you watch the film. But I'll always be called a hater, Matt, on this show and everywhere else because of that fact. And to answer your question, how do I say he's great? I want to see him throw some fucking deep dig routes in a Super Bowl that carries their team to winning. Like, I, I just think it's totally different. Here's the fairness part of it. So I'm not a hater, Matt. I believe there needs to be two eras. I think this needs to be separated and segregated and whatever else you want to call it. There has to be two different eras because I don't believe it's fair to either one. I don't believe Mahomes belongs in a conversation of greats because of the era that he's in. He can't get hit. The receivers can't get hit. It's flag football. And then you throw it in the other era. It's like guys used to get fucking chin shotted, split open, still play, throw a dig route. The receiver got fucking his neck broke and we're still playing. There's a completely different era. And I just don't believe you can be fair by putting Mahomes in that one. Because we all we all see he is the LeBron James of fucking football. He cries about every single play, every hit that he gets. He he just gives me bitch vibes, and I don't like quarterbacks that are bitches. So that's just the other issue to it, a personal deal. Plus, his daddy just got third DUI. So I, I you know, I, I, that doesn't do with anything. Shit, but now the truth is coming out. This shit, this shit is deeper than the field, Matt. Shit, deeper. I'm not even a I'm not even a Chiefs fan. I swear it feels weird that I'm defending Mahomes because I'm not I even a Chiefs fan. Like, like, it's just, in there. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I don't know. I, like, hey, man, that was a hell of a question. Now, you ask, you, I mean, ask I don't him, I don't but no, you asking JB what would it take was a hell of a question because I really don't. I, I, I think he could go win seven or six but, and, but and Matt, break but every record. He still won't be top funny. four. I had I thought I had a hell of a question too by who would you put as guys that have won two and you have yet to answer it. What? I, my first question was no, 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 no. My first question was on the make it make sense. I asked why. I want to know why do we rank Mahomes ahead of all these greats? And I have yet to be answered the question. The question is yet to be answered, and, and that is very similar to Matt's question. 
Why have you put Mahomes so high? Why has the media put him so high? Why is he so high on everybody's media rankings? Why is Mahomes so high? Not one person can answer that question. That's what facts. Facts, facts, many facts. Smitty, you didn't say you didn't put him on Mount Rushmore, did you? No, I did not. I, did you no, I, I, didn't, I didn't say he did. I asked why people have put Mahomes already on it, and that's the question that won't be answered. Because multiple reasons. He's he's broke dinner every fucking passing record within this like within this this, 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 this uh, time frame. He has fourteen playoff wins, matching Peyton Manning right now. And like, like that's more than two a year. That's crazy. Right now, he has yet to not make it to the AFC Championship, JB. He already has two in any event that he wins this weekend. Why people do it, that's why. We're we're telling you why people anoint him, because his numbers back up the anointing. And if you're a fan of him, then bam. Oh, my gosh. Come on, dog. What does this have to do with Pat? He's not his dad. I don't even know, like. That's like, you might as well put up his his fucking loser brother up there, too, if we're going to talk about, like, family and shit. Like, that's not fair he can't make decisions for his family the man's been in the league what is it is this his eighth season this is his seventh year you're starting every year he started he's been in the title game for the so hold on so man if he wins super bowl this weekend he will <laughs> he will he will well, win three super bowls within seven years seven in his first eight years but one of the years he sat behind alex smith Come on, bro. It's just it's come yeah. on, bro. So it's, technically, he he's fifty percent as a it's starter. The same, it's the same thing Troy Aikman did. Troy Aikman came in and fucking balled out the beginning of his career and won three straight and or three out of I think four years, and then they couldn't get back. And it's just maybe that'll happen to Pat. Maybe it yeah. won't. Maybe he'll go on a Tom Brady run. Maybe he'll win three out of four years or whatever and go back to back for the first time since. 2000 i think or first time since oh three oh four with the patriots i believe um and that you know maybe and then even if he does that and he never wins again and he's all in in the playoffs and they lose and he just can't get back over the hump he's still he's still he's already got him great i mean but then you can start poking holes in it because he starts losing if he ends up being fuck man tom brady's got like 38 playoff wins or something if he goes into the 30s or more on playoff wins that is that's gonna that's that means that he's got to play another judging by what he's done up to this point he's at 14 already (laughs) double that up in seven more years that's 28 i mean fuck man it just if he's always winning that's that's what greatness is fuck numbers and then real quick matt to the answer that like most of these not all of them but a lot of these quarterbacks like i think about pay manning we knew like we knew Manning was great for a while, but we were like, he has to win to be in that next, that next level, that's upper right. echelon. And as soon yes. as he won, we're like, all right, bet he's there. Yeah. He's like he's like top. Always, always was the same Mahomes, way, yeah. Mahomes has already won. He won so quick that he's already skipped that. Like he's already so even worst case scenario, let's say Mahomes has never won Super Bowl ever again. He already has two. He's already like, he's already in that in that era of he's like yes. he's already there. He's already in the room right now. So as long as he keeps getting nervous, call, the cold part is a million motherfuckers will put him in that question mark, and he doesn't belong there yet. That's well, what the, I'm the, saying. The, That's the, the point. So we we all, all right, let's move on real quick, Matt. While I have you, That's a great debate. I appreciate you coming on this morning. Uh, I know you got some sick kids last week. I hope they're better. 
Cliff Kingsbury reneges once again. Um, this is what he does. This yeah. is who he is. Yeah. That's why I kicked him out of my office several times. Listen, he backed out of the Raiders job, and then you can't sit here and tell me now that the well, the contract discussions broke down. Well, he already had a play in Washington. Um, now the big rumor is Smitty and Matt that he's taking that job because they're going to bring Caleb Williams with him. Caleb's from D.C., Makes sense. He goes back home. Uh, where are you at with the conspiracy? And what's your thoughts on Cliff leaving AP high and dry after I heard what I heard? He already started to put in offense and talk with the players. So now people are pissed off there in Vegas. And now Vegas turned around and went and hired the Chicago Bears OC from last year, uh, Justin Fields OC. Um, where are you at with Cliff? As a person, character, business decision, whatever you want to say about him. We don't know him personally. I do a little, but uh, I'll reserve judgment. Where are you at with his uh, take again? This is, by the way, his fourth renege time. So he did it at Oklahoma. He did it in SC. He did it here in Vegas. Now he's going to Washington. Um, and does it, does, it, does it mean Caleb's on his way to be a commander? Well, look, I played with Cliff, and he's a great friend of mine, and I love him personally. I don't I, – he's not reneging on me, so I don't really – I don't really give a shit, honestly. The, the the movement of coaches and players is something that – it's just not the old school anymore. Guys aren't going to go – I think a lot of college coaches want out of college. Like, that's a conversation we definitely need to have at some point. It's crazy. Like, talking to all the coaches and whatnot and – like I got beaten by on my show, the great line coach at Oklahoma on Thursday. I can't wait to talk to him about Creed and Trent Williams and all the guys they pump out. But it, this, this whole coaching question here with Cliff, if he goes to Washington, he's going to be the OC there. Okay. That's cool. But Caleb Williams is not just like a, a cure-all. Well, the commanders are, the commanders are a bad football team. They've gotten rid of a lot of quality players, especially defensively. They've accumulated a lot of picks, but you know the new ownership group that they've they need to be careful here. You know, that we're reading the information coming out saying like the 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 cat from Detroit that didn't want to go be the coach there, the 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 OC and Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, he he came out and said like these are basketball people making football decisions, and that's this isn't basketball. Like you can't kudos, kudos to him. Yeah, and I, I like the fact that he's is making heady decisions where he's not just jumping at jobs. A lot of the National Football League is where you end up. So Caleb needs to understand that, you know, maybe Chicago and Washington aren't the best fits for him. But if he does go to the Commanders, he's going to a division where the Commanders are getting eaten alive for a long time now. You know, they play in a shitty building. They've got a new ownership group. He could be the you know the catalyst that turns them and he could also be rg3 he could go in there and just show out for a year or two and then something bad happens and he disappears so i look the caleb williams thing here after watching him at sc the the number one thing that stands out to me about this cat is yes he's incredibly gifted <laughs> no one's sitting here debating how good of a player he is he's an incredible player at the quarterback position he's got a cannon he can run he's elusive but every time sc or oklahoma when he was there because he only played half a year at ou every time they play good people they get fucking crushed they get and they don't just get beat they get crushed they get housed and games. 
bowl games, Utah. Utah. I mean, any, <laughs> Utah mocks SC every time. Any, any tough issues that he has to face, he struggles. Well, exactly. So, like, going to a franchise, he's going to be looked at as a savior. And I don't think Chicago should move off Justin Fields, but at the same time, if they could draft, I don't know if they could draft another North Carolina quarterback in Chicago and get away with it, but if they were to draft the Drake May, maybe you sit him behind Fields. I don't know if you could sit Caleb Williams. How, like how, I, you know that you know how this draft is manipulated, Matt. You know how salaries work. How how would Washington bump up and get that pick if they do want to take Caleb at one? Due to the conspiracy that Cliff took the job, right. and then Caleb Williams is is posting IGs and tweets about yeah, shout out, my bro, I can't wait. All these different encrypt, you know, deals. Who, how do they do it? Like, what's what's that's the question? Will uh, the Bears actually take Caleb Williams one? Because if they'll if they're serious and they're like, well, we don't really care, we're gonna have Fields and Caleb, and we'll deal with the Justin Fields problem after we get our draft pick. So, will so do, you, really do, you, do you risk it as Washington ownership and in, 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 in all this? Do you risk that we don't even talk to Chicago and we just hope they don't take Caleb? Um, take him at two, you know, or are we having to talk to Chicago early preemptively and say, talk? Yeah, for sure. You got to talk and figure out what the asking price is. You can't just like assume. But if they start just barking out ridiculous numbers and you got to give up three first rounders just to move up one spot, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, dog, but I'm sitting and I'm waiting and I'm drafting second and I'm taking the next guy. And if you don't take it, if you don't take him, I'm taking him. But if you take him, Awesome. We'll take Drake May or one of these other cats and we'll move forward with them. And, and that'll be that. So like I want to ask Weddle, who's worked in the front office for a little bit with the Ravens and he was trying to get into the GM market and he, he got to see a lot of this. I'm curious to, to ask him and I want to know what you think, Matt, before he jumps on. Like if I'm watching just me being a hustler, I guess I'm like not trying to do anything. I want to see what Chicago does with Justin Fields because that's going to trigger whether they're going to take Caleb or not. Correct. Mm. Yeah, you would assume. I mean, that's the thing is, is Caleb Williams really their target? Or are they just, you know, leveraging the picks? Because they have, what are they, the ninth pick two or some shit? Like, the Bears can really make their team. They can fortify around Justin Better, Fields. yeah. Like, if you're going to trade the first pick, trade to a spot where you can get Mars Harrison Jr. So go trade to the, you know, get the, if you're going to trade with Washington and get the second pick, Okay, we accumulate the second, and then we take a, a bunch of Chicago's other picks and maybe a player. And then in the second spot, they take Marvin Harrison Jr., and then they take a tackle or, you know, the, the best big man available, the best defensive lineman, the best, I don't know, just the best player available at 9 or 10. And then all of a sudden you're building around instead of just building for one guy. That's the thing is if you draft Caleb Williams – all the hype, if it doesn't work in Chicago, and God forbid Justin Fields goes somewhere and develops, because I don't really think all the, like they say, yeah, he's got a 10 and 28 record. Okay. The teams he, were, he was on also were dog shit. Mm. Like they weren't bad this year. They got better as the year went on. He got better. He can absolutely, if you put him in the right system, and you try and limit mistakes of him trying to make plays and you actually run him, I you know, I, I think he could be the same thing that Lamar Jackson is in Baltimore. I really do. I think he could be an excellent player that can develop into the pocket and deliver the ball down the field if somebody actually believes in him. 
Lamar going to Baltimore is the best thing that ever happened to him because he went to a fucking established place with a great coach that always plays good defense, that runs the football, that built around him rather than asking him to go in and play like Joe Flacco did. So a, a lot of what Chicago has to look at here is do we want to start over with Caleb Williams and just totally start the fuck over? Or do we want to keep building with Justin Fields and take all these picks and build around him? and actually put him in position to be successful with all these new coaches and the new offensive coordinator and a new scheme, rather than trying to put a fucking square into an orange or into a circle hole. That's not going to fucking work, man. So a lot of this is just basically what, you know, the, the bears want to do, the commanders want to do. At some point you have to start picking the best player. Once these quarterbacks start popping off the board and, and one guy, we're not even talking about is Jaden Daniels. He might be the best of the goddamn bunch. I mean, Jaden right. Daniels is a really good player and you know, like the, the, everything talked about with him is his ceiling is just incredible. So I, I don't know, man, hey, we'll, we'll see where all these guys fit, but I'd like to, I'd like to see at least the Broncos picking at 12. I'd like to see him maybe, move up to try and get one of these guys if they're being serious. If not, then I don't know. Just take Bo Nix in the second round and roll. Hey, Matt, <laughs> for about five minutes, if you got five minutes with us, I got a, I got the Super Bowl 54 film. Um, I'm going to be focusing on that all week. I'm doing some Patreon stuff too. So I've already cut up all weekend long. The Chiefs on offense on first down. The Niners on first down. I'm doing the defensive scouting report today. Uh, I've been doing all offense against their defense. Now I'm going to do defense from, an, from a defense perspective, breaking down their offenses. But for five minutes, I wanted to break down uh, a few things. Now this is Super Bowl 54. Robert Sala was obviously the D.C. and Frisco. The two head coaches are the same. Um Mahomes and Kelsey obviously are there. Andy Reid. And then on the Niners side, you still, I think Greenlaw, Armstead, Kittle. Uh, there's some people there still. Um, yeah. But uh, Bailey, take us to that deal, uh, film. Um, this is Frisco on offense. This is all second down, Big Matt. All second down. Please give the fan base here on what we're trying to accomplish on second down. Um, and, and, and it's crazy. I, I broke down 10 second down plays for the Niners. That's kind of what I think you should get a tendency on. Um, I broke down 10 of the plays, and, and it's, it's it's very alarming on what they do. They, they come out in a lot of 21 um, move, a lot of a 21 with, you know, 21 personnel come out in 11, uh, displaying 11, and they do a lot of things like this. It's ironic when you break this thing down, it, it gets me back into coaching mode, but. Um, what are the Niners got to do to keep this Chiefs great defense off track here on early second downs? Uh, we'll do first down later. I just did second down because uh, Frisco had so many first downs um, this Super Bowl, and they were up 11 points, as you know, late in this game and, and kind of clucked this whole game off. Yeah, they but, fucked it up. Yeah, second and three here. Um, a lot of 21, a lot of movement, a lot of shifting. Uh, Debo was there still, right? Oh, yeah, there's a ton of guys on. Brad Warner was still there. A lot of the guys were still there. Yeah. check Warner, Trent Williams, you know, like Kittle. They, they got dudes everywhere that played in this game. That's why it's so important for them and the legacy. Chris Jones. Like, nah, look, look, I, the, the key to this game is Chris Jones. Like, San Francisco needs to beat the shit out of 95. They need to double team him the whole game, and they need to run vertical. And if they can run the football with McCaffrey in this game the way I think they can – 
it limits opportunities for Kansas City. It turns into a time of possession game. It turns into a, a game that is all about, you know, trying to convert third down and short and, and turn touchdowns rather than field goals. And I, I just think that Shanahan is going to learn a lot. I, you know, before this year's playoffs, they were 0-30 if he was down in the second half. And now they've won two games where they had to come back in the playoffs. So they're yeah. they're shedding a lot of the demons that they've had to deal with as well. And it's you know, football and football karma is very, very uh, you know, it's it's very how do I say this? Football karma is everywhere. So like they got they got uh, four years ago, San Francisco blew this, and Kansas City came back and won the football game. Well, now football karma has come around. Okay, and you get another shot at them. And in order to get your ring, you have to go through the champs, a team that already beat you in a repeat where you probably got a better roster, but they have the better quarterback. And like there's a lot of things that are stacked against San Francisco. But also, I don't know, man, I love the way that they operate their offense, the movement and all of the problems that they, uh, you know, put onto the defense. I'm sure Spagnuolo is going to have a great plan, but at some point, all of the offensive weapons, it's going to come down to can Brock Purdy get the ball to everybody and and be the ultimate game manager and facilitator in this in this contest because I don't need Brock Purdy running around with the ball in his hands. I need Debo and Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey and Kittle and Juszczyk and all these fucking freaks. I need them doing that. So, you know, Garoppolo was missing plays in that game. If they would have hit Emmanuel Sanders, they win that Super Bowl. So it's going to be on Purdy not to miss. And then Shanahan, so much of this is going to be on him being able to match Andy Reid. So can you match Andy Reid and the way that he manipulates formations with multiple tight ends, the way that, you know, if if you look, Mahomes and Brady are very similar, that their number one target is the middle of the field playing tight end with Kelsey and Gronkowski. I mean, there's not a lot of quarterbacks – you know, Elway's main target was Shannon Sharp for a lot of years in the middle of the field, you know. But with the exception of that, there's not a ton of quarterbacks that just the main target is the tight end. Hey, so, man, watching this film kind of gets me back in coaching mode, and I want to show some things that a lot of people will not ever understand. Nobody on Twitter, nobody on Instagram. You had to have coached a long, long time. Even some casual coaches probably won't understand this. I would I would bet my house they, they don't understand this. But, Matt – I want to break this down with you because maybe you haven't seen this particular play unless you really watched this Super Bowl four years ago. They're in 12 personnel stinger. So you see Kelsey is on top of the screen in the big circle. Um, below the screen is Tyreek Hill on the ball. Okay? So this is the old on the ball, tricky dicky that Andy Reid is so, – why Andy Reid, in my opinion, is so great. Now, this is first down. We're in 12 personnel. I used to call this sting left slot. And then we're going to say yak. Yak is Y across for me, acronym-based motions. So he's going to yak across the formation here. Now, the key is he gets on the ball. So people don't watch this if they're casual fans. Travis Kelsey's on the ball. What does that tell a defense that has to see this and say, oh, okay, somebody's ineligible right here. Either Tyree Kill can't go vertical across the line of scrimmage or Travis Kelsey can't go across the line of scrimmage. So is it a run? So guess what they do? Andy Reid gives run surface, gives run action. They run boot, and Kelsey stays his ass behind the line of scrimmage because if he does go across the line of scrimmage, it's illegal. 
Yep. So people don't really break the shit down like this, and I think this is genius shit that Andy Reid does. Matt, do you like this type of shit? And and uh, do the casual fans explain to them why this is the way it is? Well, this is fan. This is what I was talking about: manipulating the formation with your personnel. So everybody sees Kelsey move. The defense, you know, doesn't overreact to it. I guess they stay in the same look on in this zone, like they just flex out of it. I guess. But to the fan, this is like, oh, Kelsey's on the move. He's going to run a flat route, yada, yada. No, he's staying in the max protect. And this that tight end scissor look at the top of the screen, when he moves right off the second leverage here, he's staying in the max protect and close the back. And then, you know, Mahomes is out of the pocket and out here in the flat, and it's an easy throw and completion. My question would be, how many of the 49ers actually know that Kelsey can't? Yeah, exactly. Can't catch the football. that Because Matt- that... If that if that's Greenlaw or Warner right there, they sure do look like they're staying in to, to fucking cover eighty seven there at the end of the line of scrimmage. When you hit play, exactly. When you hey, hit Matt, play, look at Kelsey get behind the line of scrimmage, which is key to this play. A lot of people don't realize he has to stay, Big Smitty, behind the line of scrimmage in the protection. Like he cannot go ahead of the line of scrimmage at all. He can't take a step across the ball. So watch Kelsey smart enough to understand. See him peel back and get behind Mahomes. He yeah. has to in this situation because that is illegal. That ball cannot be thrown across the line of scrimmage to Tyreek Hill right here. So little things like this Andy Reid will do. And, uh, and and if you guys want any of this great breakdown stuff, head on over to uh, Patreon, and I'll be having this whole breakdown down on this whole week. Uh, Big Matt, I know you got to get out of here. Much love. Appreciate you coming on. Are you doing 0-60 to 60 today at 10? Yes, sir, and I'll be back tomorrow on you guys at 8. All, All right, right my guy. Have a good Peace. one. Later. Um, Smitty, that's, I, I caught that, Smitty, breaking it down, and I was like, fucking Andy Reid, doing some shit that most coaches probably would not even recognize um, out here. But that's some shit like, that the defense, do they really recognize it? Did they see it? Do they understand that this is some things? Now you ain't got Tyreek Hill, so, but, but he will do – that same type of um, yeah. shit like that. That's what you see a lot of shovel passes out of a lot of the same similar situations. They'll motion Kelsey and shovel him the rock. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm in the process of breaking this whole Super Bowl down. I also have last year with Brock Purdy came in the game late while they were getting throttled with Jimmy G as the starter. Um, I just got that film. Um, shout out to Chad and DV Sports. So I got that film from last year. I think the Frisco won 43 20 or something 44 23 um we're gonna break that game down too i'm putting it all together in a collaboration so um the the everything you see is is plus much more is on patreon you can become a member for that uh show but i don't think anybody on mainstream media will ever break that play down because i guarantee you they don't know that that's what's really going on <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, the fact that you even caught that just shows your your uh, your acumen when it comes to the game of football and just your your long years of being a coach. Because, like, yeah, most of the casual fans wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have even caught that, being honest. And uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. It, it makes it tough for the defense because you can you can have a very smart linebacking core, experienced core, but it's such a bang bang play. You you bring them in motion, you get set, snaps the ball, boom. You might even had a chance to even register the fact that. Oh shoot! Like Tyreek's on the line as well. He's covered up. Like you might not even have a chance to even think all that through because, as you know, there's so much going on on any individual play that you're trying to remember your play. You're looking at the formation. Linebackers trying to call the make the strength call for the for the line. It's just so much going on that 
it's, it's almost impossible to, to catch every single thing, every single play. So that's what makes Andy Reid a genius and make this Chiefs team so hard to beat. Yeah, he, he's got to do some things that defensively you just have to be on your P's and Q's. Now, that was Robert Sala as the D.C. that year. Yeah. Last year they had, obviously, um, a man that's now with the Texans. And now you got – um. What's his name? My man from the Panthers. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes, who's done another great job. So Andy Reid has gone against three DCs, and now you have three DCs in three years. And Andy Reid, I believe, is three and zero versus Shanahan, but I think he's six and zero or five and one against the Niners in their last six. So Andy owns that team. Like that team on that Niner team last year in twenty two when Jimmy G was there, they were undefeated, rolling. The Chiefs went into Frisco and beat them by 44-21 or something. So, you know, Andy has the, the pushes the right buttons at the right time on, on that deal. So I, I just think it's going to be uh, – it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, hey, Joe, as of right now, Matt Burke won't be on today because we have time conflicts because we got Weddle coming on. He'll be on Wednesday is what it looks like. Matt Burke looking like we're going to get him on Wednesday, uh, 14-year vet NFL uh, center. It is a radio row in Vegas. Obviously, people will be rolling into Vegas this week. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going or not. I might be going towards the end of the week with with my boy Pat Perez to see Live Golf. Shout out to Pat and the Live. Their whole dormitory in their wing in the hotel got food poison, water poisoning, you name it. Mexico had some shitty water, shitty things. Their whole the four aces kind of struggled. Uh, besides a few guys, uh, Varner and Pat struggled, but. They were sick as shit. I FaceTimed Pat. I, uh, he looked like a fucking ghost. Uh, he was struggling. It was bad, bad. Uh, the water over there, they're, they're saying, is just it's nasty. Like it, he, They got to go probably get back to the States and get ready for Vegas, but might have to go get a, a you know, fucking enema or something. Um, all right, so uh, we got a lot to dive into, Smitty. Let's take a break before Weddle comes on. We'll take a little break real quick. I'm going to get my coffee. It's raining. It's flooding. I got flood. I'm in Noah's Ark. I'm going to pull up in Noah's Ark. uh, Bring two of everything. Bring two of everything. What, two of what? See, you don't read the Bible. You don't know nothing about that. I know what you're talking about, but right now, I'm talking about right now, though. Bring two A's. Two A's. Two cookies. You know what I mean? Two. Oh, by the way. Super Bowl party, yeah. Dealer, the bartender. I got I got cats with wives coming though. So yeah, you can't that's what I'm saying. You can't do what you're trying to really no, do. I'm gonna do what I do on uh, my Super Bowl parties, but it's gonna be a little more cleavage instead of just full titty. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's right gonna be a little different. Yeah, well that, that that's not who you are then. You're changing it. That's a huge difference. I respect it though. Listen, if you come, there's gonna be some people that you recognize here that's that you know, kind of big name people, and they go how they watch. I'm not gonna disrespect them. A couple coaches as well, big time coaches. So there's people in town that are gonna come through. You know, my boy Darren Hagan gonna come through Colorado. You might hear some Dion drama. Nick Saban might pull up. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, free right now. He might pull up. Sark might pull up. I'm just saying, people might throw a pull up on it. Uh, Marcel is. So, you know, we got cats. We dub, we dub. We got some cats coming in. Um, we got a lot to discuss, though. I want to get into this. Uh, Bill Belichick's son taking a college D coordinator job. That probably tells you Bill Belichick's not coaching this year. Uh, Patino rips the NCAA, calling it a joke. 
why we see college coaches trying to get out of college athletics. And uh, then we're going to dive into the NFL. Is it scripted? And we got some hell yeah, hell no. We got some white people shit. We got E-Dub, Eric Weddle. Don't go nowhere. This is a loaded show. We got a new commercial TikTok. I'll be back. Appreciate you guys. Pound the like when you get back on the show. 150 people in here and you guys only got 4,000 likes. The fuck y'all doing? (laughs) Much love. Take us away, Bailey. Uh, This kid, Smitty, I don't know if you know. 8,900 bets, including some LSU football games. Like... See, this is the issue I have. Like, I don't know. Go ahead, Smitty. I don't know what you want to say, but he made over six hundred grand. I heard um, six hundred grand. He withdrew money from his account. He deposited money fr- into the account, and this is just in the last year, uh, year and a half. Um, they, they said he won a total of really over half a mil, but he used a lot of it to just bet more. So he that's yeah, he bet over. He won over like six hundred five hundred fifty six thousand, and then yeah. he took that money and bet for him. So here's the issue. I okay. I don't know where you where are you at with this. Well, the, the, my main issue is you're you're betting on games on your own team while you're still playing. So that tells me that. Or my, I have the question now: Are you out there purposely fucking dropping passes or or fucking up and doing certain things against your own team to make some bread? Which means you're actually like you don't care about the win or loss record of your team you don't care if y'all win you don't care about nothing because you so worry about you winning this bet that you're gonna do something against your own team that's the biggest thing if you because and that's what it sounds like he was doing i mean uh, i guess you you one one could argue well no I'm, maybe he bet on the positive side maybe he bet on himself to, to get 10 catches he talked to his quarterback said hey make sure i get the ball but even in that route okay your stats are good but forcing the ball to you might not be beneficial to the team so i just don't Anytime a situation where you're doing, you're betting in, you're betting on your current team that you're currently playing for, that tells me that you don't care about the main thing, and the main thing should always be winning. And so that's so that's my initial that's my initial thing, JB. But, I'm but, glad you said ahead. that because I I think that's the same level I'm headed because you and I argue about this all the time. I'm I'm actually glad you said that because usually you argue against kind of that thing with me. Uh, in, in a different in a different regard but but to me it comes back full circle to this whole debate right here like the topic like you are okay with them transferring at all-time high because the coaches are allowed to do it um i argue all the time that they need to earn their keep earn their right to transfer do something instead of just say you got beat out and then i said oh fuck it i'm out go earn it and be there and or grad transfer it or something and then we got kids who are recording coaches and trying to get coaches fired and all these different things that we see. Um, but then you go out and give me half your effort and bet on yourself and your teammates. How do I really trust that? And you're asking a coach to actually not want to get the fuck out of certain places. And that's why I think it's so bad right now. What we said yesterday to start the show, why Harbaugh left college football because of this. It's a fucking free-for-all. It's an absolute shit show. Nobody knows what anything's doing. The right hand don't know what the left hand's doing anymore, and the right hand used to be the NCAA. They still think they know, which is even worse and more ignorant. 
that they think they have a control over this thing. No, you don't. You just had one of the biggest gambling scandals of all time, and they arrested him. This is an arrestable offense. Mm. What he did was is he clearly he was arrested. So, now I agree, man. I just it's gonna be one of those games where it's like who's who's gonna who's gonna mess up first? You know what I'm saying? I, I think like turn I think the turnover battle is gonna be very important. Uh, the Ravens defense can go out there and, and, and force Mahomes into a you know bad decision or, or get Kelsey or one of those receivers to fumble the ball early. I think that can tr- truly lead to um, some some momentum to where it's putting Lamar in that offense in good positions where they can score easily. And we saw that during the, the Niners game as well in the regular season where Purdy made some bad decisions and Ravens defense was all over him early. And they just kept rolling with that same momentum. You know what I'm saying? And now you know, and that was that was on the road. So. Um, I, I just think here, man, like you said, it's so tough to – as much as I don't like Chiefs Kingdom, man, I, and I do not like these dudes, man, betting against Mahomes and Andy Reid right now just is it's, tough. Obviously, I'm going with the Ravens. Of course, you guys know me on this show. I'm a, I'm a Lamar guy. I'm going with the Ravens. But am I super confident? Like, am I – nah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm, uh, my-, my top ten, all right? I'm going to get into my top ten. Matt asked yesterday about my top ten, and he spit his out real quick. I'm going to pull mine up on the ticker below so the world can see. You can all fucking. Wow, the ch- the game has changed. The, the the backdrop has changed, hasn't it? Take the film down. Of course, I'm back first. That's what I do. I'm the hardest working on the show. <sighs> JB forgets to even make the Super Bowl. You have to win the playoff games before it. Which Mahomes is fourteen and three all time so far. Best playoff passing stats ever through ten plus starts. JB such a phony hater. Really, the best stats in the playoffs is Mahomes. Uh, I think you're wrong. You are wrong. Um, and I don't know how that's a phony hater. I literally only show you the truth on the show. <laughs> um, but it's all good. You're not even a member. You got a fake profile picture. You're a dick writer. We call you dick writer. Um, lot going on back. With, yeah, man. Brian Case came a long way. Brian Case, big news for you. Sharon Moore will probably look like it's looking like he'll be on the show this week. We'll promote it. We'll promo it. Um, when we get him on, Coach God, Moore. God is good. God is great. As you bless the hands that prepared this food, pray, pray that this food nourish my body and does not harm me in any kind of way. In Jesus' name, pray, man. Amen. I'm tear this up. Hey, y'all. Homemade avocado toast. Pico, guacamole, everything seasoning. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Little C booster. Look, orange, lemon. Apple cider vinegar, ginger, elderberry syrup. Let me, let me ask you: Is what is avocado toast? You take avocado and spread it on there. Yeah, so you put put your bread in the toaster. Bah. Avocado, you spread it. You know, break it down, spread it. Put some everything seasoning on there, like everything bagel seasoning. Some cotton, some cayenne pepper. Pico, take pico. You know what I mean? Or tomatoes, whatever you want on there. Pour it over the top. Amazing. Takes, takes you like two minutes to make. Super good. You would like it. Like, I know we joke about it. You would like it. It's good as hell. 
It's it's basically it's almost like guacamole on toast. White people shit to the fullest. I don't really eat a lot of white people shit. I'm be honest. I don't eat bagels. I don't eat avocado toast. I eat avocado straight out or some guacamole, Mexican shit. White people. That is the whitest shit. That's oh, hold on. Let me ask you, me ask you this. Indiana. That's the Indiana coming out of you, real shit, right? Let there. me ask you this. So you eat you eat guacamole and avocado. I know you've had toast before. We've all had. I don't toast. eat bread no more though. Remember? Okay, not right now, but you've had toast before in your life. That sure. toast, yeah, with jelly. Okay, great jelly. Yes. Not, of not, course, not, strawberry jelly, strawberry jelly. So you have both things separately. Put that thing together, player. That's all you got to do. You know me, I ain't gonna eat nothing bad. <laughs> Come on now. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, JB was eating a cookie. I just had another one. At four in the morning. I just had another one. <laughs> I just had another one. AE made some uh walnut chocolate chip walnut cookies from scratch. Oh my fucking goodness. I was I was doing a second down breakdown in the lounge, smoking a stick, yeah. And she made some fucking walnut chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I, I bet it was so good you didn't have to give her AE. Like it was so damn good. Ooh. I we got a lot going on. Big Smitty still left on the show. We got about 50 minutes left. Sourdough toast, beyond a bad sourdough toast. You know the vibes. <laughs> Look at baby Speaking girl. Of Mahomes, Speaking of Mahomes, though. Yeah. Um, damn, baby girl, really? Puerto Rican does that shit? She's um, a real one. Pete Carroll and 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 when he was with the Seahawks, there's a rhetoric out there that like, you know, my boy Richard and and and, and Marshawn cats really just dislike him because of that one call, throw the ball, picked off, game over. That's their second Super Bowl. We know Pete Carroll's in a in a in a realm of its own. Two natties, two Super Bowls. No one's ever done it. But Richard went to Pat uh, to Pete's like retirement thing, and so I think I think they I don't see them hating a guy over a bad call or whatever you want to call the call. Horrible call. Years later, oh, I don't think, call. I don't think you hate a guy forever over that call. I think you you know you still one on one. You went to two. You got great NFL you know history. Um, we get it. It's all about winning at the end of the day. But have you seen? Good friend that gives us all this great inside film that we get on this show. Have you seen the refs even disagreeing with the call? Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, what? I thought you know was bad. <laughs> when the ref like, damn, he's tripping. <laughs> A little insight right there. That's. Now, it, I mean, it just—it's one of those moments because like so much happened. Like, if they win that game, that team doesn't break up. I don't think. I think they might mess around in three peak just, just like just because the confidence. They might get three of them. Um, you take away Super from Brady. What happens with that team? Like so much happened from that one call that changed the scope of like NFL history. That was a dynasty right there. That Seahawks team was vicious. Nasty. Talk about an old school defense, physical team, all pros, dogs everywhere. You got Marshawn Lynch who just ran like nine yards prior to that play. And then you're 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 a yard or two away. 
When you got Marshawn Lynch, who's known for being a physical pound, pound a pound runner. Like sometimes as a coach, you can overthink. At the end of the day, I don't care if you know what I'm doing. My guys are better than your guys. My running back is more physical than your linebackers, and I feel confident that we can get these these two yards. And, uh, you know, it doesn't – now, listen, Pete Carroll's still an all-time great. I'm not ever going to disrespect him and do that. But if I'm a player on that team, it, it'll be tough for me to, to ever forget that moment because you took away a Super Bowl from me. That's how I feel right now. Even Brady was on sideline like, oh, my God. Like, he thought the game was over. When, when the big – having Brady – I saw a video of Brady like, oh, shit. Like, everybody was just shocked. It was crazy. You couldn't That's believe it. When I break down Brady, too, I mean, I'm breaking that down in the spring. So we'll have a lot of content in the spring. I'm going to do a straight up. You know what I was thinking about doing? A buddy of mine whispered this in my ear. Remember Gruden did the QB stuff and he'd go around and did that? Don't reinvent the wheel. It's already out there. If I were to go do that at like a high school or a local and sit down and break down like these cats, or you and I do the show doing that? Fire. Fire. Yeah. And, and you can do it your way. Like, it ain't big networks. You can cuss. You can do whatever. We'll have our own filmer. Mm-hmm. Roy. Hood, hood, hood Roy. Shout out to Roy, man. Roy tried to call me yesterday. I was busy, though. He sent me a video of him in your crib. Oh, he was probably at the house. I was in here with A. Some stuff. Uh, you can get this shirt. CoachABStore.com. Go get the shirt right now. Chiefs Queendom shirts are out there. They sell like hotcakes, too. We had 13 sold over the weekend. 13? <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. The Queendom show. This is our number one seller, by the way. We might sell 100 this week. This is the perfect week to buy them. I mean, I was going there and getting oh, them. If you want to go get your Chiefs Queendom shirt, go right now. Go pop your collar. Um, all right, Big Smitty. Rick Patino comes out and rips the NCAA. I don't know if you saw any of this. Um, basically, though, they are professional athletes. Get professionally paid. It's not going away. You can't try to get loopholes because they take you to court. That's why I say, so I'm out. Uh, so I'm, I'm not, not knocking, yep. Not knocking. This, uh, I can't read it. Uh, so I'm not knocking the enforcement staff. They're going to get taken to court every time they try to make a rule. So it's a tough time in college basketball right now. And for us, you can't really build programs and a culture because everybody leaves. Then he said, I think so many football coaches are getting out. So many basketball coaches are getting out because of this culture, Patino said. It's tough to build a program. You've got to really innovate, get creative, and understand these rules right now or lack of rules. Mm. Sound like Coach A.B. show with Big Smitty a couple weeks ago when we were talking about college coaches getting out. Uh, yeah. Where you at with Rick Pitino, legendary Rick Pitino, national championship Rick Pitino, uh, New York Knicker, Bocker, head coach, Nick Rick Pitino. Where you at with his take on the NCAA? And he's saying it right now. A good friend of mine, too, of Coach Martin, will be on the show. He's the UMass head coach, legendary coach as well. He's in the same boat, same predicament, saying the same things. Where, where are you at uh, with all this? Yeah, I mean, I feel them. I mean, right now it's chaos. You know, it just there's no real system. You know, the NCAA is picking and choosing what players like, what they allow, what they don't allow, and it just a lot of the things are not adding up. You know, you, you allow a player to pull up in a in a Benz and have all these chains on and make all the you know six seven figures, 
But then at the same time, a coach can't bring you some chicken sandwiches or, you know, a booster can't bring you, you know, uh, something to drink. It's like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. So my main thing is whatever the rules are going to be, let's make it make sense for the entirety. Like Let's let's be consistent. I think, you know, I think coaches and players, everyone involved in NCAA, they need consistency in order for them to truly be able to understand the system and and plan accordingly you know i think players and coaches and there's a lot going on right now people are getting in trouble for stuff that they don't even know because they just don't understand the rules so that's one of them on the second side of him just saying coaches are leaving because of the transfer portal and not having the ability to build culture you've said it you've been saying this for a long time and i yeah i agree 100 they are leaving because it's tough but rick Bettino also said that you have to be creative and innovative and I just think that's what it is because with anything, man, I always think from a solution-based mindset. You tell me the problem, we either complain about it or we find a solution. So if you want to coach, you just got to figure it out because this is the way that things are. Whether you like it or not, figure it out. But I think it's a trick bag they're putting you in, though. Like, mm. I think he said two things right there. Um, speaking of two things, love the comment somebody wrote in there. Big Smitty, how are you doing white people shit and black people shit at once black people shit meaning he's eating on the show live white people shit avocado toast great take great job uh maybe we'll give you a hoodie for making those great takes but you got to become a member because we need members and super bowl radio road week become a member <laughs> we do a four-hour show so i just be hungry like i get up you know we give around 4 35 o'clock in the morning you know all that really shit you put on that toast? That's called extras. And you just said we do a four-hour show, meaning you put avocado on top of that motherfucker, cayenne pepper. You put a bunch of extras. You put onion, bagel pepper. He <laughs> put all kinds of shit. What the fuck is bagel pepper? Bagel pepper. It's called. Right. It's like every day. It's called like uh, oh, everyday season. They put that shit on. Somebody put that shit on a bowl, a hard-boiled egg one day. I almost threw that motherfucker straight at this cat's face. You don't put no bagel pepper or whatever. You, what do you call it? Everything pepper on right. a motherfucking. You don't put that shit on no goddamn toast. Get out of here. That's white people shit like a motherfucker. I'm going uh, to make you one one. It's so good. I'm promising. But look, saying two things in one is what I'm going back to Patino. He's saying be innovative, but what he's saying to you underlying where nobody's catching what he's saying, he's saying be innovative, but yet go to court. Because <laughs> if you innovative, what does that mean? I bought a burger, and guess what? I got suspended for fucking three games in Harbaugh's case. So, like, how are you innovative, but yet take you to court? Like, he's saying that because he's saying this is problem. We got an issue. We got a fucking – there's a problem here, and they're not being figured out. Speaking of problems, though, the SEC and the Big Ten over the weekend have got together. This could be the first sign where I came out and told you weeks ago, or actually months ago, where you were like, really? that they break away from the NCAA. They are collaborating to form an advisory group. This mm. advisory group is probably the first signs to say, we are out. We do not need you, NCAA. We will form our own Power Five. The SEC and the Big Ten commissioners, for the first time, expressed doubts in their commitment to the college football playoff future. If leaders can't get it right uh, or get right issues. There's issues out there that we can't get right. College football meeting in Dallas Monday, Tuesday for key talks on future format and revenue sharing. That's the, always the key. They, it's going to come down to money. They're doing these meetings for money. And always. you have to have an, a football commissioner. I'm sure I've been, t I told you months ago, I think I've said it years ago, actually, that I guarantee you, 
Greg Sankey will be the commissioner of the NCAA if they go that route. Or if they don't, they break apart. Greg Sankey will still be the commissioner. The beardless wonder, the beardless one, Super Bowl champion, IE legend, Utah Ute, Super Bowl ring having, Raven Charger Ram. Woo! What's the word? What's the word? <laughs> Super Bowl week. You know, I just, you know, I just thought, oh, I'd wanna, oh, I thought oh. I'd, uh, you know, just come out with that right there. <laughs> I can't see. It's blinding me. God dang. You know, it's just come out a little memory lane this week. So, uh, do you, do, you, do you go to like Walmart and just fucking walk in Walmart with that shit on? <laughs> no, no, I never, never, never. Hey, I just want to go one day, just rock, just go through the line. Like, hey, I want, I want, I need, I need, I need a ten dollars, uh, lotto. I need twenty dollar lotto. I need a, a quick pick, that quick pick right there. I need a yeah. quick. Hey, JB, look, be like this, huh? I'm trying to think uh, what I'm trying to get for the, you know, just. Hey, Smitty, you know, I'm can just you? Trying. <laughs> I can't think. I can't understand why. <laughs> I love it. That's, be- that's beautiful. I, uh, I first of all, because you're white with me. Second of all, this is I'm mixed. Thank you. He's mixed. So let's dive right into it. Edub has to jump on my side on this. I have to get on my side. I hope he. Uh, we'll see. Did the Pro Bowl used to mean something, he does? That's oh all I want. God. That's all the question. Is. I, 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 just, I don't need nothing. No, I need to know. Does, what, did the Pro Bowl yes. used to mean something? Yes or no? Yes. 100%. Thank you. I did not talk. Just please tell Smitty, we have not talked before this show. I did not ask you this question. Truth to God on my daughter's life. Right. I didn't ask him this question. I, Smitty goes, I don't know. You probably talked to E-Dub already. I said, no, I haven't. I, I just know that this game used to mean something at the end of the day. Now, did it mean something, uh, Ida, before you elaborate? Did it mean something because it was after the Super Bowl, or did it mean something because it was before? Uh, you know, my, my first Pro Bowl was in 2011, I think, and it was before the Super Bowl then, and it was still played with the manner that it was after the Super Bowl. It, it didn't start taking the change for the worse until my last couple, where it basically was a thud tempo type game. And that that game, we, we grew up watching it, right? Like you grew up watching how it was played. It was a real game. So when you went to the Pro Bowl and it was an honor for one uh, to get voted in back then. And, you know, I remember specifically how hard I played in those first few Pro Bowls that when they went to the draft, meaning that they went to the format where guys would pick teams, you had coaches and then you draft players, that I had every offensive guy telling me they wanted me on their play, their team, because I was headhunting guys in that game. Because I was out, listen, I wasn't going to be made a fool on national television when it's a when it's an offensive game, I was like, listen, I'm going balls out. If you don't like that, go to the sideline. I remember hitting Tony Gonzalez on the sideline and him getting mad at me for trying to take him out. And I said, Tony, what do you want me to do? If you don't like it, why are you playing? And it was my first Pro Bowl. So I'm like, yes, yeah, going, going balls <laughs> to the wall. And uh, but hey, even if he <laughs> ran you over, though, he would have been like flexing. Of course he would have. 
Of course he would. I mean, I, I smacked Travis Kelsey on a seam route. And he got up and I I punished him, like flat backed him. And he got up and flexed on me because he still caught the ball. But that's it, it was it was competitive. It was you know, the best of the best back then, you know, B-Doc was there, like, you know, he was the old dog at the time, but just, it, it meant something. And now with the whole flat, it's a, it's a mockery. It's, it's, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, with the game and the players, like, I don't, I don't frown upon guys that don't plan it for purposes of not getting injured in their, their contract year. But, you know, 10, 10 years ago, it was, well, I'm playing in it. Like, was Ray know, Lewis I, in that one? <clears throat> uh, yeah, he was actually. 2012 was last year. Uh, I remember him being a coach one year that I was there. Uh, so it, it's it's just like you might. I don't even know why they do it anymore. I know why because they still make money off it and people watch it. But uh, it's it's not what it once was in the flavor and the in the in the pizzazz but i mean it, it is what it is like i was always gonna plan it i'm never not gonna play like i'm not one of those guys that worry about injury like i i you know i can get i can get injured walking down the street so this game is a violent game and i'm gonna play if i can run i'm gonna play i'm not i'm not sitting out with no injuries with my shoulders and all that other stuff if, as long as i can run i'm playing now fast forward to yesterday's game the last two years being in flag we got tug of war and 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 you know pull the plates off the bar and <laughs> jump rope. What Ray Lewis coaching that game with Peyton and Eli? So they got legendary guys out here. Like it, it was hard to watch those guys coaching flag football. Like I want to yeah. see you coach your son's flag football team, not this. Yeah, I I honestly I didn't. I may have saw a five second highlight of Keenan Allen doing the. Uh, throwback touchdown pass. That is the entire stint of the whole weekend I watched of the Pro Bowl, which I didn't watch any of. As it. a as a as a an alum, right of the NFL and a guy that went to a couple Pro Bowls, like that's kind of sad to say that I don't have not one ounce of desire to watch my fellow comrades play this game. Which, as sometimes you know, ultimately I hope that it doesn't get that way in the normal games where a lot of times I do, I, I find myself not wanting to watch because of, of the product that we're watching in the game that is so tailored to one side. It's not, it's not the game anymore. That was two years ago before they oh. switched it. Yeah. I mean, you got to yeah. pull up some of the highlights of my early pro bowls. It was, oh, we were playing, man. <laughs> Oh, this said, you know, right, here. T right here. Yep. Well, everyone's seen this hit. Uh. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it's it's what it is. I mean, you, you you would have the first two quarters like kind of managing the game, but once the second half came, like it was it was full go, or even the NBA All Star esque, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like you 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 were taking care of each other. You know. You knew the guys were on contract year, so it was kind of made known, like, hey, if I catch this ball over the middle or, you know, on the sideline, I'm going to take care of you. Like, we weren't. We weren't. It was never like that, but. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, I, 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 I've been sitting back quiet, like, eh, you play, so I can't argue with you. I ain't saying, 
I'm just saying it wasn't like y'all wasn't playing like it was a Super Bowl. Like y'all, I'm yeah. watching the game too. It was physical, yeah. but it wasn't, especially I, up front. I, the D yeah, linemen yeah. are not really no, going they, hard. Yeah, they're yeah. out here, they're engaging and they're sitting there. Let's be yeah. real. Like it was. I, I would just say the fourth quarter became a real game. Okay. All right. So, so right. the first three. Quarters. But also, Smitty Edel explained the rules. There was no blitzing. There was no, yeah. you know, empty. Like there was certain things you guys agreed on, right? As a, as a, in a game, right? Yeah, it, it was basically you could only run cover three and cover one for that, or cover. I think it was only single high defense, but no we, line. We were no. we were doing we were doing palms trap. Like when I had smart corners <laughs> with me, I was gaming them all. Like we, we weren't out of here to get embarrassed. I'll tell you that. That's so, what I'm saying. It just was competitive. That's all I'm my argument. Like nowadays, it's a joke. Like why even go out there? I don't get it. I. I wish they would do it after the Super Bowl again so we could have another week. Or if they do do it, play it in pads. At least it's a game to watch while we're sitting here not playing a game. But I, I the issue I have is, Edub, these aren't the best players in football. The Pro Bowl used to be the best players in the sport. Now it is a – it's not even – they're not even the best on their teams, a lot of them. And they're in this Pro Bowl game. Like, what are we doing? Like, to me, it just makes no sense. The, 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 the tough – the worst thing that that I feel like they did is when they took it from Hawaii because it was the one time I went twice in Hawaii and then they went Arizona and Orlando and Orlando was really fun for my kids and you were able to go to Disney World so but Hawaii was so unique like you're going to Hawaii you're only at the entire hotel is just for the players and their significant others and if you had kids so Every night you're at the pool, you're at the bar, you're you're like up till three, four in the morning talking shop, like with guys you would never have this moment with. So I remember how cool it was for me as a young guy going there and talking to these legends, right? Like guys I looked up to and they're just, we're just 50 guys hanging out, you know, in a setting that you would never be able to do in the States because of everyone wanting to be around and, and you can't be yourself. And once they moved it, you know, you know, one, one year when Arizona, we were at the hotel with normal, not like normal people, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were walking through the, <laughs> the middle of the courtyard and we're having to sign autographs. And like, it was like, wait, what's, you know, I'm not, I'm not against that, but it was like, you couldn't let your guard down. And as a player, not so much me, like I don't really mind that stuff. It's cool. I, I like, interacting with fans but for guys that can't even leave their homes it was like a one week that they were able to just relax and have fun where they kind of take that away now yeah uh transition i've been breaking down this the super bowl of of four years ago 54 you mean uh, you mean that one Golly, yeah. ah, every time he shows it like my eyes ah, i'm gonna <laughs> break that one i'm gonna break that one down. I'm gonna break that one down too. Uh, but I'm breaking down this rematch of this uh of this Niner Chiefs game. Um, and I'm doing the first down breakdown, second down, kind of doing it for coaches too, kind of how I used to do it as far as down the distance, creating a scouting report, tendencies for play caller, at least for the call sheet, etc., on what we want to do first, second, third down. So I'm doing that, and I got last year's film as well. Andy Reid owns Shanahan, he owns the 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 Niners. In this particular game, like I just watched a little film of Matt, like what do you see on like early down in distances? We showed a little tricky dicky uh, play that the that the that Andy Reid did with with Travis Kelsey swapping the tight end, putting him on the line of scrimmage, covering up, um, covering up. Did you watch it? Did you see it? 
Me and myself? No. No, did you see what I showed earlier? No, 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 no. I haven't I haven't got into that. Let me, yet. No. Hey Bailey, switch it. Let me hold on, Bailey. Hold on, Bailey. Let me uh let me get it back up. I want to see Eric's, I want to get E dub's perspective because we broke it down and a lot of people, you know, didn't didn't see it, probably wouldn't understand it. Um all right. Pull it up real quick. So let me go back here. Um, this is just first downs, E-Dub. So I've been breaking down their first down plays. So they're in 12, little 12 stinger here. And um, and Kelsey, let me rewind it to the beginning, to the wide. That's first play. Let me go back to the second one. Um, they're a little 12 sting slot, and Travis Kelsey swaps the formation, goes to the other side of the ball. This is the play coming up right here. So we'll see it. Um. I don't. How many coaches would understand that he's going to go from twelve sting over, and we're going to yak him across? He's going to go back on the ball. How many defenses would recognize that? All right, either Hill is ineligible or Kelsey's ineligible. How many defenses or coaches have you? I, I don't think a lot of coaches watching this would understand this. But me breaking it down game put me back in coaching mode. And I was like, holy shit, Andy Reid's so good when he does this type of shit. So he's given an illusion of a run of a run. And Kelsey's got to get his ass behind the line of scrimmage for them to throw this particular ball. And how many defenses would understand that he's covering up Hill here and he has to get behind the line of scrimmage for this ball to be eligibly thrown across the line of scrimmage? Like Andy Reid does this a lot, and I don't think people realize what he does. It's next level shit, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's, that's that's known. In your know. breakdown, right? This would be a scouting report thing. Yeah, but even that, like, we we would know that he's off the ball there. Like, that's that would never be called, and that's not something we would we would know just by that formation that it's four by one and understanding it's either RPO look or a sprint out look because they're not running the ball to Kelsey ever. You're saying so, four by one because of the back, right? Yes. Yeah, so so understanding that's a heavy RPO look or a sprint out look, uh, so it's there's 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 thing like if I if I if I'm going against the Chiefs like just like that first play of the game they're not running to Kelsey ever. Yeah, it's, he'll be he'll, he'll be he'll be a uh, like a lookout block where he's coming across a formation like a slip block, but he's not really going to block the end. He's going to go leap to the flat just as just to hold you, engage you for that cutback. But he's never going to be a base block on a power row or an outside zone. Like That's a good point. So we all we knew that. We understood that. And you just have to take advantage of those type of tails throughout the game. Like, this is the type of block he's going to do where, you know, he's not, he's just getting in the way. He's just – yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good point. Like, cause we know, we know. Let's be real, Kelsey's not a like he's not known for blocking at a tight end position. So why would you put him in a position where you know to he, he, no. his block matters that much? You know what I'm saying? I would, I would be, I would say, be safe to say, if you broke down the last four games, I would put the clip at probably eighty percent that the runs go away from Kelsey. Because mm -hmm. it's not Kittle, right? It's not an in. He's not an inline line of scrimmage. Not not he's not a guy that's gonna get in the mix there, like Kittle. He's a, he's a receiver. No, yeah, I mean he'll get in there when he has to, but that's not why. Why? Why do you want to do that? Like, it's, it's not. Point, it's pointless. And, no. and that was my favorite part. Like I said, you know, playing college ball, just like you know, learning from the, the your coaches and the Tennessees, and just knowing, hey man, back right, you know. You, 
expect slide protection coming your way or just little things yeah. like that. You know, yeah. even with, with the offensive lineman as a D lineman of like little stuff, the guard sitting back, he's probably about to, you're about to run that power about to pull, you know, those tendencies. And then I, I love it when the games come and you actually see what you practice. It's like a light mm-hmm. bulb. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh shit, we've been practicing all week. It, it, it's, it looks just like it did in practice. It's, it's just a good moment as a player when you know what they're about to do. Yeah. Um, Edub transition to uh, to some 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 coaching news. Cliff Kingsbury uh, reneged on the Raiders OC job with Antonio Pierce. He's taken the Commanders job. Regardless of what we say or think about Cliff doing this for a third time, is there any conspiracy theories out there in your mind that Caleb Williams will go there because of this move and going back home to DC? Going back home to a familiar face in Cliff Kingsbury, who had to happen to be around him at SC for his last year there. Uh, do you see them making a move and jumping up? You've been in the front office in NFL franchises. Do you see Washington making a move? And, and and the second part is I wanted to get your take. I asked Matt, do you sit back and allow the Chicago Bears to show their hand without calling? Or do you call the Bears and say, what are you asking for? I almost am leaning towards – let me see what you do with Justin tells me who you're drafting. I don't know. Is that, is that strategic in the front offices right now at this point? I, for sure. I think uh, DC doesn't make this type of hire if they don't feel like they got a real shot at Caleb. Cause what, what, what is uh, Kings Kingsbury shown that he should be the guy other than, his first year at Arizona and then everyone caught up to the system and it was a wrap from there. So, you know, I like the guy, you know, I don't wish it will, but I think there are candidates out there that maybe, maybe better, maybe not. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if I'm the bears, there's no way that if I'm keeping fields, I'm not trading that pick and mm. who's what team's going to come up to number one. And for me, I don't care what team it is. It's what value I can get. How, much, how many first rounds can I get? If it's Washington, okay, well, you want to swap picks. If you really want Caleb Williams, we'll swap our picks, and I want three extra first-round picks. How, how meaningful is it for you to get Caleb Williams? And some team's going to do it if, if that's the direction they're going to go, knowing this hire with Washington. Now you're looking at every quarterback-needed team from there on out is looking, calling the Bears. What's the best offer I can get for the Bears? And, and to switch out, and you go do it. Uh, now, Washington stance, what are they going to do? Are they Do they have inside information? Do they stay put? Uh, if you really want Caleb, you have to go to number one to for sure 100% know you're going to get the guy you want. Yeah. Ooh, I don't mean, know, man. So it's, yeah, I, I'm actually excited for this draft. You know, I'm not going to lie. It just There's so many, like, storylines. It's, it's a, mm-hmm. a deep quarterback draft, you know. Um, and it's a lot of just unknown of what's really going to happen. We still don't know, like you said, what's, what the Bears are going to do, which teams are going to do what. It's, I'm hearing that Drake May may somehow, like, drop after all year long. Been hearing he was a clear, like, second-best quarterback, you know, coming out the draft. Now I'm hearing different rumors, so – it's just so much, so much unknown. I'm, I'm actually excited to see what's going to happen in this draft. Edub, um, is the NFL scripted? I don't know if you heard Eli Manning and his kid yesterday after the game because we didn't watch it, but I saw somebody sent it to me, and the kid actually says it. Take a look. <laughs> um, 
Jamie's hilarious. You believe it, JB? You're believe you're believing Eli's son. Why would a kid say, "Dad, what happened to the refs there?" But it is scripted. Why would a kid say that if they? Because he sees it. He sees what we see. He's not like a toddler. He's not like three, four. Like he he knows the the funny trend is that's the rumor. That's the fake. That's the, the lie. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a joke. Come on, JB. Don't. First of all, I, I'm sure Edub agrees. Like this to me, it's almost an impossibility to do it. You'd have to have everybody on board, right? Edub, you had to, everybody would have to be on board if it, unless it's just paid off one guy, the quarterback, to throw picks <clears> and shit like, like. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think the players have anything to do with it. Uh, I do think some some shaky times is when the some of these calls and refs, and then and then the whole you got to call New York to get the answer. I don't agree with any of that. You're telling me these refs can't make a call on the field, or why? Do, why do you need a call? I don't know New York to get the answer. Right? Is, like, is gambling though so prevalent that it's becoming more eye opening, or at least we're more conscious to the fact that gambling is controlling a lot of these narratives in the NFL because they are the biggest sponsor in DraftKings, yeah. stuff like that. But do you see somebody taking that plunge? Listen, you guys, <laughs> you gotta you gotta remember. Like, if I'm a practice squad guy, okay, yep. and I'm making eighty thousand or whatever that number is, it's it's a, it's a good amount of money. But who who's to say that a a guy comes to him and asks for information about a guy that's injured, right? And who's to say that hey, I'll give you this, and you can give me this type of information, like. That could happen any day at any moment. Or an agent who has a player that knows he's injured or knows he's healthy can sway big-time games, right? So I'm not saying that's ever happened, but if I'm a logical human being and just thinking rational, like, who's to say that hasn't happened or doesn't happen? And on the flip side, you know, you get these guys that are betting on games. Like, when is it going to come to the point that you can bet on your own team to win? Well, why, why is that, why is that, why, why can't we do that? If I'm playing, why can't I bet on my team to win? What, what is so wrong about that? Well, the problem is if they allow that, you can also bet on your team to lose. And now it's like, no, no, I don't, no, 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 yeah. no. The law, the rule is you could, if you want to bet, you could bet on your team to win. Oh, you that's can it. only do that. Oh, that's okay. the only bet you can make as a gotcha. player. If you don't want to great, but if you do, why not? I'm betting on myself. I'm betting like on my that. team. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think about the guy, the mobsters that are coming out now, coming out and saying that they 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 are telling you they're basically coming out on shows now. They're like, I'm telling you that I know for a fact, and I've had big time QBs come to us as a mob and say, Listen, how do I clear my debt? I owe you five million dollars. This is how you clear it. Throw yeah, a pick, so, pick. so that that wouldn't that wouldn't it's surprise me. Roll, you that, that's how you clear it up. Is that too far fetched? No, I, it, I it's don't. The longest yard. I mean, what are we doing here? Yeah, I don't. I don't look. I listen. I don't. Vinny, he I said don't, it's not far fetched, though. I don't think anything's far fetched in today's world. If you're, if it's not far fetched, but E Dub, don't you think we would have heard some stuff by now? Like when I say no. heard, not from the mouth, from a, a player. Like somebody, no, I, but somebody Smitty, would have said something. Smitty, if that's happening, you're not telling anybody, Smitty. This is if no, it's if talk, Smitty, one guy. They said, E Dub, I need you to drop a pick if it comes your way. I'm gonna bet five million on it. E Dub ain't telling a soul. You would think so, but I'm just saying, human people talk is all I'm saying. Like, that's nah, 
If it's this what is life, this is life or death, though, Smitty. This is like this is like real movie, like crime I mean, stuff. Like if with it, the NBA, like and, that, the NBA and the referee, we we knew, like we found out. Like I'm saying, shit will leak over time. Like it just will leak. It, it, nah, that's what I mean, happened. Look like, how long it took to get top. out, though. If the mob in this context, if the mob yeah. is involved and this guy owes money, it's a life or death deal. Yeah. Dak Prescott throwing a pick six to clear his debt and not get killed is not talking. Like, that is what the depth of this is, and that's what the mobster said on a show. He came out and said, I know for a fact that we cleared people's debt, and if they ever talked or leaked it, not only did they not pay the debt off, they were also getting – So who's going to talk? I don't know. I just thought people I mean, I'm, talk. Not, I'm no, saying, like, true. quarterbacks they talk know. to their wives and shit. I mean, like, just, yeah, like, you know. Just, think, just think, about, think about this. Like, how many, how many people do you know that bet – Every day on sports, I know, I know. like I know. a lot, right? Like we all have our, we all have our friends, our best friends, yeah, family. Like that is, they live for it. So just think how easy it would be to get information about a game. Yeah, I'm just saying. Now, whether that I, I, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Do I think to the extent of throwing games? I, I don't really know that player-wise. I don't I don't think that'd be the case, but I do think like to help your boy, like, hey, what's the game plan this week? You know, right, like something right, like right, that. Right, like right, right. I think that goes on all the time. Hey, I mean, what happens with me? I'm like, outside zone of the shade like a motherfucker. Like that that is not a big deal. Like that happens every day in the in yeah. college NFL. Like, yeah, like you, you do that by studying the teams and Hey. Well, let me let me ask you this straight up, Weddle. Have you been in a game that were did you end up you lost and like the later down the line that night you're you're at home just thinking thinking through about what what went down and how you lost and he was thinking like man something don't sit right with me. Like have you ever felt that way looking <laughs> back through that goddamn outcut versus too high? No, don't do Stafford like that. I'm just saying. I'm just in general. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> nah, I mean the only time where I felt. Uh, you know, we were we were playing in Denver, and Cutler threw the ball, or he lost the ball, yeah. And they called it a pass when everyone in their right mind knew it was a fumble. We recovered it. We ended up losing by three, Ooh. and the ref like it was hockey league, the dad hockey league, and we were like, that you just lost us the game, and. So outside of that, like nothing really comes to mind. But that was that was a as bad as a call moment I've ever been a part of playing wise. Hey, Smitty, just going back to the Pro Bowl, though, and going back to the talks, like this was when, Smitty, I don't know if you know about this, but this is when men played the game. You ever heard about this? Ah, who's that guy? He uh, rocking the Magic Johnson on him. <laughs> Have you ever seen this, Smitty? Why? <laughs> well, no, I've seen that one. I remember, I remember watching <laughs> I was watching that game. I remember this one. Eric Rock and <gasps> Deuce out. Woo, the 20. 2.0. Uh, oh, um, yeah, that was when I loved football, boy. God. That was a couple years ago. Yeah, like that was like a long time. <laughs> that just happened. Man. That was when the Rams were, hey, right. Rams won it. We were riding high. I be catching JB in the line, though. I be catching a lot. He been saying football been shooting for a long ass time. That was like, Weddle just retired. That's not like he's just been dribbling a long time. Point. That's how weak the game's gotten in just four years. Shit, that just shows you what has happened. Kareem Jackson's getting kicked out for that now. What do you mean? I hear you. That's true. 
Uh, no, it's true. Now, now apologize live. Hey, your ass gonna watch Super Bowl at you. As much as the game is shitty, you gonna be over there. Party in. We got A E and E Dub coming by. You gonna have to come by. You gotta drop the kids off and do all kind of shit, soccer, dad, and all that. But he's gonna come by and come back. So we got a lot of shit going on, Smitty. Um, e Dub, let me ask you real quick. Bill Belichick's kid took a college job. He's going to the University of Washington. Um, does that basically just say, we know dad's not getting a job. I'm out. I'm going to college. I'm curious. And the question I have to you is, is this dude without his daddy going to be absolutely fucking exposed? I think if you're a good coach or a good coach, and if you, it would, I would be hard pressed to say that he hasn't learned enough to be a good coach. Now, does that mean he's a good play caller and adjusts and can he, you know, do everything that means that as a D coordinator? Like that's remain to be seen, but I would be more nervous about recruiting and dealing with these kids coming from the professional level and coming from a, from an area where he was underneath bill and that type of uh, setting and expectation. Like that's not going to fly with these kids. And how's his personality? Like, are you, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how he sounds. I've never heard him make one yeah. word. He looks like my home <laughs> when he's doing all that shit. So we don't want to talk about why. But listen, to my point, to me, or to your that point, Ida, why then has no coach underneath Bill Belichick ever yeah. left and had success? Not a one. And Vrabel's well, a player, not a coach. Hey, so hey coaches have, have left their coordinators have, have had success. Romeo Cornell. Great coordinator. Bill O'Brien. Okay coordinator. But what have they done as a head coach, I guess, is my question. I'm not, yeah, or head coaches, I'm 100% agree with you. But so why, do, why do cats can't – like, I'd be a fly on a wall in every single meeting, every single thing Bill did if he won that much. Yeah, I'd be Bill, sitting there Bill's, like, okay, I'm going to – I'm going to adapt this stuff, E-Dub. I'm going to take that E-Dub to – That's what you do. If you coach, played right? there for Bill, if you played for Bill, I bet you'd be uh, doing something – at Rancho right now. But real quick, let me throw this out there though. Now I'm not I'm not saying this is me saying this, but a lot of naysayers out there are saying that maybe Bill Belichick has just been overrated this this entire time because of the success. I'm just saying what the, what the media is saying. This is I'm not making this is out there saying maybe he's overrated no. and a lot of his success is tied to what Brady was doing. But if how that, are they overrated if they come back to Belichick and have success again? <laughs> with when Brady's there, they haven't had success there when he's not no. there. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing you another. So I'm saying. Let's say there's some truth to that. Just hypothetically, that could explain why coaches who have tried to mock Bill Belichick have have been unsuccessful every single turn they go because maybe his way just hasn't worked with everyone else unless he has Maddie, Brady. I don't know. Maddie, you have to have a fucking bunch of loyal grinding assistants that are really really good like you can't just have a bunch of slapdicks sitting around the office sitting there and bill belichick's doing everything it just would never work he they had to be good assistants at some point for this operation to be as successful as it was there's no way that these guys just absolutely leave charlie weiss left and goes takes notre dame and is absolutely horrendous then he goes to ku and just folds a ku program and then Romeo left to the Houston Texans, struggled there. Then you got Bill O'Brien struggle in Houston. I mean, like, these guys have really – like, like, what's going on, though? Like, I mean, at some point, it's like, damn, like, 
It ain't as easy as you think is my point. Why Belichick to me is still the GOAT. That's but, why. But why why do like I know Andy Reid, you look at his his lineage, coaches who have came from him like tend to have some like success. I'm just saying, what's the like I don't know. I'm just asking questions. I'm not picking a side. I'm just saying it makes you think. Like, damn, like why why is Bel Belichick, why is his lineage so bad? And then why is it like I don't know. It just makes you think is all I'm saying. It's a conversation. Well, it goes both ways. E dub. Yeah. I, I think I think there's something to be said of his assistants not having being that successful as head coaches. I think more so anything with Bill <clears throat> micromanage, you, you think, or you got you gotta be the right fit. type of player to like his style. And the the guys that are like that are maybe one yeah, for your team now. So you can't you can't approach these kids nowadays the way you did 20 years ago or even 10 years ago. It's it's you, you have to have I try to I, I try to coach in a way where I love and respect, but the standard is extremely high, right? But at the end of the day, I don't I, I'm not I'm not gonna it's never personal. Like you gotta reiterate to the kids, it's never personal. It's about getting the job done, it's about uh, excelling uh for the team, we not me type attitude, like. That's that's what you're trying to do, but if you don't have that respect of we're both men, right? Like at the end of the day, I respect you as a man. Respect me as your head coach, and we can do great things. I don't necessarily think he's changed or adapted. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm just saying, you have to be a special type of person to coach these guys nowadays. It's it ain't not. about me. It's about us. That was my staff yeah. motto. It ain't about me. It's about us. It's on the boards, on the walls, everywhere you look around. Like that's the player mentality. That's everything. Coaching mentality. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the credit for every single win, but I'm also taking the fucking burn of the loss. So I'm taking all the brunt when it comes to losing. And you guys will never sit in this chair. So it's about us because you guys will get hired. A dick for mill thing. I get fired. Y'all get hired. That was a dick for mill thing, and it uh, it always sat with me. I was like, damn, that's cold. Because when they fire the coach, they're firing dick for mill. His assistants are pretty much staying at least through the contract. <laughs> but the head guy got fired, and he's the one that hired y'all. Yeah. So, like, it's a cold, cold business. Like the people say, it's cold as the dope game. Uh, Edev, we started the show off, before we do some hell yeah, hell no with uh -oh. you in uh -oh. Super Bowl week, we started the show off with the thumbnail that I absolutely destroyed Smitty and Matt on. Um, <laughs> where are you at with the fourth head? Who would be your fourth head of only guys? Now, Edub, you I know you listen a lot better than Smitty. Only guys that have two or more rings. That's the discussion. So two or more Super Bowl rings. If you need to, let me break it down real quick. I'll give you a rundown just so we're clear. The guys that have two or more. Super Bowls are Mahomes, of course, Joe Montana, John Elway, Troy Aikman, Terry Bradshaw, Tom Brady, Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Bart Starr, and Big Ben Roethlisberger. And also, Big and Edel, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask you this: Matthew Stafford is one away, and Aaron Rodgers is one away. If they were to win one each and both be in the two category, and and Mahomes doesn't win another one. Are you also including those guys on the Mount Rushmore conversation? So who's your fourth head right now that guys that have won two? Is it Mahomes? Is it someone else in that category? For me, I'm putting Bradshaw in there. And not even who's your fourth head. You don't have to copy any of JV's list. Like, who's your four? 
You know, you don't have to. But it's uh, only two. Like again, Smitty, it's only guys that have two yeah, rings. I, I was there the whole time. Right, you Brett Favre only got, got one Super Bowl? Brett Favre has one. Yeah. Wow. He was a baller. Smitty trying uh, to Smitty trying to kind of mother. He wants to add every Colts in there. <laughs> no, I no, never no. said that. Me it's and Matt good. had the exact same list. Yeah, I got Peyton in there. I got Peyton. For sure. Hey, here, here. So you know, Peyton Manning Super Bowl. He threw for 335, 280, and 250, and 141 in his four appearances. He's thrown three touchdowns to five picks. Well, I'm, I'm thinking as overall. I'm not just thinking how you played in the Super Bowl. I'm Thank you. Oh, I love Weddle. I love Eric Weddle. You are my favorite person on this show. I know, Weddle. No, because you didn't listen earlier. I had a whole like five minute, I guess, an argument or just confusion. Then he got defensive, Weddle. He was no, because like, because JB and Matt just, I, I hate when people don't understand. Like, I'm saying some clear shit. They not, our brains was not clicking. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, it ain't clear. Talking, I'm like, are we talking about just the performance in Super Bowl, or are we saying? Guys who have won two Super Bowls, how do you compare those guys and their yeah, overall yeah, yeah. greatness? That's yeah, how yeah. I did it. And they didn't understand if, that. If you're just going off Super Bowl games, then I would maybe put Ben Roethlisberger in there. Yeah. I, I, I keep Troy. I would keep Troy. I would keep Joe Montana, obviously. Uh, Terry Bradshaw I would probably put in there. Like, But if you're talking careers with two Super Bowl wins, like that's not even debatable. Thank you. I'm so go ahead, JB. I'm What's done. not debatable? I'm good. How Peyton's not in there? Oh yes, career, yeah. But I'm talking about these games. I, here's what if the it's just big time games. Then Patrick Mahomes is not even in the category. He's not. Thank even you. In, he's not so even in the conversation. Here's my thing. That's what the whole discussion was. To so start it off, I wanted to know why mainstream media puts Mahomes because on this won. Mount Rushmore already, and I'm sitting there like. Because it's a it's a what have you done for me lately business. He's done nothing in Super Bowls. But Eli Manning gets no credit. And this guy beat the guy that Mahomes can never beat. Bro, Brady, but what are you saying? Hold on, when you when you keep you keep bringing up Eli, what are you saying right now? Are, are you are you is trying to make an argument? Are you making an argument Eli's better than Mahomes? Like he's right a now? better big game performer than Mahomes. In okay, the okay, say okay, say that. If he's a better two-win Super Bowl quarterback. They put up seven, Mahomes. they put up 17 points to beat the Patriots. Like <laughs> did he really ball. he 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 <laughs> he spun out of a sack and threw a jump ball? To David Tyree, like, does that really right. take that? Weddle, Weddle, JB's reaching. I don't. I'm not I even know. a Chiefs fan, no, but he do Eli, not like Mahomes. He's reaching, hey, bro. Don't Eli talk about Eli or anything ball. other than he was an average quarterback. Hey, Eli has. Hello, a what you say? <laughs> no, say that, Weddle, say that last line one more time. Sorry, real quick, JB. Uh, he was a he, Eli was a what quarterback? He was. An you said he was an average. Quarterback. His record was hey, one eighteen and one eighteen. Is Eli a Hall of Famer? No, because it's, it's a Super Bowl. That's, no, see, I don't, I don't no, a lot of people say Eli's not a Hall of Famer, bro. He to me, he'll get in because of the two Super Bowls. But he's going to get in. But I don't. I don't. Yeah. Listen, I think of the Hall. I, we talked about this. Hall of Fame is the best of the best, and you were transcendent. Like you were, Eli. I listen. I respect Eli, and he's he played some big time games, but he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. He'd be, he be the guy though that um, Holmes has yet to beat. Uh, named Tom. <laughs> hey, let me ask you guys something. All right, let's go. Hey, get Beto out of here. Oh, is raining. San Diego's so underwater. Sorry. LA's underwater. Um, <laughs> let's dive into some. Hell, nah, Bailey, get E Dub out of here. Uh, 
so he can hang up on Smitty because I just love it when he hangs up on Smitty in mid-conversation. So, hell yeah, hell nah, eat up, Smitty. Caleb Williams will be a commander. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Uh, I'm going to say hell yeah. I'm I think say, Bears are staying with Fields. I think Bears are staying with Fields. I'm going to say hell nah. Yeah, you got to trade still, Smitty. I think someone else, I think another team is going to come up more and offer more. And then he's going to be mad and he's going to go back to college, paint his nail. <laughs> hell yeah, hell nah. Eric Bieniemy will coach this season. Hell nah. Well, oh, coordinator coach or, or, or just co- a coach? Right. Coach, just coach. He'll coach. He'll be like a running back. He'll do he something. He might have to go to college. Shit. <laughs> uh, he's going to coach. Hell yeah. He's not going to be a coordinator, unfortunately. Yeah, I think he'll coach. Yeah, maybe running back coach. I don't know, but he'll coach. I just don't know to what extent. Hell yeah, hell nah. The Lakers will make a splash trade before the deadline. Hell yeah. I don't know who's going to be. Two days, Smitty. Two days. Yeah, but they always do, though. You know what I mean? I feel like something's going to happen in the next 48 hours. There's no way. Because this team right now is not championship ready. They might not even be playoff ready. So they have to do something. You got to at least try. Hell yeah. They need to blow it up and get rid of everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, LeBron and AD got to go, in my opinion. Hell yeah, hell nah, E-Dub. The Super Bowl will come down to a field goal. Ooh, I'm going to go hell yeah. I think it is. I'm going to say hell no, man. I'm going to say hell no. It's going to be a good game, though. Uh, I think it's going to be close. JB got some insight. I got the script. I want to blow out, so hell no. Hell yeah, hell no. Last one, E-Dub, before you get out of here. Mahomes will finally throw for 300 yards in a Super Bowl. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. It's the year. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I have. Listen, I think he can throw for 400. Yeah, he's going to ball this game. He might throw I have, for I, have, I just have this like, I have this weird feeling like the way they, the way they're like, their attitude, their spunk towards the Ravens. And then, you know, like, I think like all he's heard forever is how he hasn't played good in these games. Yeah, he about to ball out. And Andy's going to be like, all right, man. Here we go. This Who's he throwing to Smitty himself? Kelsey is back. No. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Rashid Rice has been playing very well. Young Cat. Kelsey's been. The thing about the Chiefs, it don't even matter. Like, it don't. They just find a way. So, I don't know who's going to this, this week. Listen. If. It's a big if, right? Niners are good. I think the Chiefs are going to win. But if, if Mahomes gets another one, we got to really start talking about. The next ten years about him overtaking and uh, can you overtake a guy you could never beat? Yes, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying in that sense. I'm saying matching the Super Bowls, like potentially. I think I mean done. I think if having, the, having the chance. I, if Andy Reid leaves E-Dub, I think you you got you got. I know we, uh, we don't know we don't we could uh, yeah we we could talk all about about Andy Reid yeah. and the the difference he makes right now if Andy Reid and Mahomes stay together, how do you not put them in the Super Bowl every year? And they're only going to get better with the draft picks and getting adding players like it's Weddle. crazy. Mahomes it's, it's is really four, like 
He has a 14 and 3 playoff record. He has tied Peyton Manning in playoff wins already. Well, I know, I know, I know. It's crazy. He's, it, think about how, how great Peyton Manning is and was and how much it, we love him. It's, it's, Mahomes it's, got 14 wins right now. I know, it's, it's Patriots 2.0. He ain't it's even a, been in the league for 10 years. Well, in the 2020s. I'm sorry, JB. He started, like, started for six or seven you gotta, seasons. You got to. You gotta just, you gotta, you gotta know. Look at the facts, man. It's the, the facts. facts. It's not even. A, it's, 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 thank you. I'm not just saying facts. This is a Super Bowl. Show him the ring. Show him the ring, Weddle. This is a su- Super Bowl champion telling you that it's a fact. One of the all-time greats, a guy who played the safety position, who reads no, the offense and, and played against him. He's telling you right now. You know, we don't. Oh, listen. Smitty, the guy that played that you won't listen to that the fucking Pro Bowl mattered. I did oh, listen to him. I did listen no. to him. I listened. I was uh, quiet. I was no. quiet. It's just it's crazy. Be safe out here in this weather. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you on the Super Bowl. If not, no go, I'll FaceTime you and I'll have uh, show you some. Hey, something. hey, the real question is, what are we doing for your birthday, man? Do yeah. I need to plan something for my guy? Yeah, I don't know. You be Steve Kim. Let's take let's take JB out. Yeah, you know, he's always helping other people, he's always you know, cooking for other. Let's let's do something nice for the old man on his birthday coming up in the. I, I would do that, Steve, you, Big I would do that. But usually I throw a party, and, and I'm like, I'm just going to combine the Super Bowl this year because I'm, I'm I'm burnt out. So well, I, I'll do You've been cooking every weekend. If we plan, if we plan <laughs> something for you, there's nothing you can do about it. So we'll talk separately. <laughs> All right, much love, E-Dub. You I'll got it, guys. All right, Later. Smitty, another a hell of a show, man. It's a hell of a show, man. People call me meetings. I got money on the phone trying to give me money, all type of stuff going on. RP to the great Carl Weathers, man. Happy Gilmore, man. Oh, man, I hope you free my man, Mahomes. I actually like Mahomes Senior, man. Belichick with the beautiful letter, the beautiful note, man. Kingsbury, JB's favorite guy, man. Dips out on the Raiders with Washington. He's going to dip out again. Little Belichick's about to, you know, going to Washington. I, I, I wish him well, but every coach underneath his daddy has been, has been horrible. Shout out Travis Hunter, man, proposing to his wife. Beautiful diamond carrot ring, man. They've been here for a long time. I love it. I love to see it, man. Oh, I Young can't love. wait. We should have this on the thumbnail tomorrow. Young this love. team is absolutely fucked. <laughs> I can't wait. There's so much other drama out there in Colorado. I can't wait to have Big Steve on tomorrow, Big Matt on tomorrow. And uh, we're going to dive into that tomorrow. We'll see what we put on the thumbnail tomorrow. Let's figure it out. I can't wait to dive in. TikTok, eat a dick. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Much love, everybody else out there. He's going to be suspended again for three more weeks. This motherfucker is crazy. I just did. JB is, JB is wild. JB is wild. No, no, no. This is like, JB remind me of like that badass kid. Like, they know what's right and they know what's wrong. And no matter how many times you whoop their ass and tell them what, what not to do, they keep doing it. Of course, of course. You can't say TikTok eat a dick. You, what the fuck? Come on now. Hey, man, hit the like button, man. Send us $100, man. We need it. We need every dollar. <laughs> we need every dollar. So whatever y'all seeing, we appreciate Shout out to Big Smith. He put together this choreographed video, like, the you know, the little soft generational, Smitty's generation video that's going around. You know I'm Mexican because I eat tortillas. That whole video, yeah. Smitty did a great one. He, he done it. You know, he's got people walking down the street. You know that I'm going to the players' ball or what do you call it? Yeah, play, it's the players' ball hoops and icons event, baby. It's going hey, down. Sure that tomorrow. Smitty did a hell of a job getting everybody involved in that, especially all the people that's getting them all the actual talent um, that Smitty can't get. 
So shout out to everybody that's getting like T.O. and Justin Jefferson. They're going to do the gritty. Uh, it, it, yeah, so, you know, that's Illuminati. I heard that. This is like a lot of shit. You don't know what's happening with that. Huh? Um, and if you do this in L.A., you can smoke. So you better be careful. Paru, uh, I know what's going on. I'm we're going to dive into it, man. Much love to everybody. Jada said bye. Uh Pound the like, man. Subscribe. Become a member. We'll see you tomorrow. Make sure you pay attention to all our show videos and share them and all that old shit. Smitty out. Peace. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, uh, holler at you guys. Pound the like button. And don't make sure you subscribe to my Patreon because I'm breaking down all the Kansas City Niners film. Peace. Missing. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missing. We switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB.